following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Ho, ho, bitches. It's the Auto-Tune Podcast <laughs> Christmas edition. No? Yeah. Ho, 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 bitches. <laughs> you calling ho, 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 bitches. <sighs> it's the Christmas edition. Yeah, every great show's got a Christmas <clears throat> episode. So here's ours, and we're all very excited to share our memories, some thoughts and some Christmas songs, and uh, a few extra surprises along the way. But first, let's all introduce ourselves. Alex, we'll start with you. Color me caught off guard. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what color is that? Yeah. Uh, I did. Hot, hot pink. Give me a color. It doesn't yeah, matter. It is hot a pink deep color. shade of brown. It's uh, probably mint green. I would guess. I, yeah. High vis workwear green. Yeah. Plaid's I'm wearing color, that. Right? Flannel. Oh, there we go. The man in black right now is Dave Jarka. Hello, sir. Hello, everybody. Oh, I'm, I'm back now. A little bit of light. What happened to Johnny Cash? Uh, dude, Dougie is in the house. There he is. Oh, caught him mid drink. I love that. Oh, what are you sipping, Dougie? <laughs> Ooh, easy. Nice. It's Sierra Nevada's Hazy Little Thing IPA. Good choice. Yep. Nice. Uh, the man next to him on screen, Nate Gingrich. Nate, hello, you gentlemen. Something? Merry Christmas. What? You drinking something? Wait, what? I am drinking right uh, Genesee Cran Orange Kells beer. Oh, I man! Only, only fruity beer you will ever see me drink. I uh, you gotta have the ruby stuff. red Kolsch. Mm. Mm, no, I don't. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, love how do. Brian's describing everybody like this is a video podcast and people are gonna see us. Yeah, <laughs> I did it last time too. The other man, I just on keep the myself street. on track. Listen, man, well, you I'm, use your we're, we're, I'm still, I'm still waiting for him to send me clips for TikTok. <laughs> oh, hey, Mike, next up on crafting and drafting, what are you drinking? Oh, oh shit, wrong podcast. Drink, my bad. Uh, drinking now or going to be drinking? Sure. Right now, I have a 42 North, uh, the stupid like, oatmeal cookie brown ale. Oh, good choice, good choice. Drinking some Mitcher's Sour Mash whiskey. Mm. And my uh, beautiful Groomsman Michael Rocks glass. I need to bring all my equipment over to Mike's house. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, come on over. Yeah. You can sit in the closet with me. Oh, Doug, Doug, there's someone behind you. Watch out. There's someone in the window. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, he's behind you in the closet. <laughs> uh, so we got things planned out. Like I said, Christmas themed. Here we go. <laughs> Let's start off with this. And we're going to start with Mike because I think this is a, a wheelhouse for him. Let's share some Christmas gift memories with albums that we uh, like, didn't like, didn't know we wanted. I got one of those. Mike? Oh, geez. Let's see. I'm going to go back to what I was like 12, 11 or 12. When I got my first Sony Discman. 
my, <laughs> my grandma got it for me. She got me five or six CDs in that pile of shit. Sorry, grandma. I appreciated them. Uh, <laughs> Dave Matthews, uh, under the table and dreaming. I, not a good album. I mean, I didn't know any better back then, but it's not my <laughs> thing now. Uh, Green Day, Green Day Dookie. That, you know, that was my thing at that age. Uh, sorry, Nate. That's a beloved band on this podcast. Uh, yeah. You're talking about. See, so I had Bush, 16 Stone. Sorry, Hell Nate. Hell yeah. Mm. <laughs> Apologize to me, too, Mike. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm okay with Bush. Yeah. Oh, I thought you hated Bush. It was a dog. Oh, I, yeah. I thought you were saying you didn't like him. I had Collective Soul, too. That album I did like. That album I still listen to. I forgot the, the actual people, album title. Some people like it bushless. Some. Nothing like a good bush. Yeah. I dive right into the bush. It's no big deal to me. And after, after that, I started getting my own CDs, though. So that was fun. The trips sure. to record theater, media play. Yeah. I think that I am partly responsible for both of those places going out of business. But hmm. um, so you didn't spend enough? Not Napster? Yeah, we're going to say that. I don't want to say anything incriminating, but I didn't pay for a lot of uh, CDs. Uh, I, was a, I was a hoodlum. Come on, let's be honest. Who didn't download illegally? Listen, I know people that worked at record theater and just walked out with CDs every night. So, yeah. oh yeah, it was a fun game. Uh, the, the Lancaster location to see how many CDs you could walk out with. I uh, only walked out with one. Happened only one time for me. Hmm. I I, I'd only take one at a time. I wasn't selfish. No, neither. <laughs> one at a time. I definitely, <laughs> definitely witnessed at least one of my friends. Do you guys? Th- this actually makes me think of something. Did you guys do this back in the day when you were younger? Like go to the mall. We all went to the mall, had a good time, whatever. Or like media play. Remember you would just be able to like sit there and listen mm-hmm. to albums. Like it yeah. was like you know, a minute a song. I would spend hours in like media play doing that or FYE. Yeah. Right. Anybody was- else notice that Mike's at 1.5 speed? <laughs> he said you were talking. You were talking so fast. I get excited sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. He gets that music boner going, man. I don't blame hey. him. That's it's cool. Now you got me blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you got uh, you got you some go good ones, it. I'm sure, too, for Christmas, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, bad ones. I, I, I really didn't get anything bad. I mean, you guys might think it's bad, but it's um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, when I was like uh 10 years old or whatever, I got this album called Rock 80. And the cool thing about this record was, is I had this little Phillips um, record player and it was like a suitcase and it folded up, you opened it up, you had your turntable, all your controls on the bottom, and then you had the speaker on the top, you know, when it opened up. Mm-hmm. This is the first record I ever owned in my life. And we're talking about, it had Blondie on it. It had Pat Benatar, um, what else did it have? It had, uh, you know, Gary Newman. I know the name. Like, yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, the salad dressing guy. Yeah. You, you, you <laughs> yeah. name. It sings that song, Cars in Cars. <laughs> That's him. Okay. I'll take it to Paul Newman. My yeah. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was on there. You know, so that was pretty cool, you know, whatever. But the two main ones, man, it wasn't too much longer. Well, yeah, it was a little bit. It was a few years after that, but I had asked for Christmas. I wanted a cassette recorder. 
So I got this little Sanyo or whatever the heck it was, cassette recorder. It only had one speaker on it. And I got Ozzy Osbourne, Diary of a Madman cassette, and Asia's first record. And I was so happy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I really was. It's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, you know, as far as crummy music goes, I mean... You know, no one was buying me music unless I was like, this is what I want. You right. know, I was like, oh, he might like this. You know, let's buy him, uh, you know, whatever. It's definitely a gift that seems it's more Bush. teenage, but it's Bush. It's teenage <laughs> age based. You know, once Santa runs out of uh, either belief or ideas, whatever comes first, they, yeah. uh, they, they seem to know right away, like, whoa, hey, what are you into it? <laughs> See, I remember I remember being ex- I remember being excited when I like got it and like you know it was usually a stocking gift was like a CD or a cassette and you yeah. oh yeah I wonder what this is you got all excited because it's new music to listen to yeah. that's something kids aren't gonna have now right. it's all no, streaming like so true man like so true Ooh. Yeah. train train is the first noise oh <laughs> hey. it wasn't even that loud I, I barely even heard it I didn't hear it Tarka didn't hear it either. He's right there. Uh, Alex, why don't you uh, go next? Because I was going to go to Jarka and then he, <laughs> he wanted to mute himself because of the train. He didn't have to do that. It wasn't loud. He's uh, sleeping right now, anyway. We'll stick, we'll, no, he looks comfy. Uh, Alex, <laughs> any, against the uh, wall. memories? Okay, so music and Christmas. Uh, the first album that jumps off is CD. And it was the only album of Limp Bizkit to not feature West Borland. That being results may vary. One I wanted. Uh, my godmother got that for me. So that was with Mikey from Sod on guitar. <laughs> and then uh, Dougie referenced a word that I haven't heard in a while: cassette. And I think, I think my first cassette was from my dad. It was a Rush album. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it was uh twenty one twelve. Okay, great job. Oh wow, yeah. good job, Dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it would be way later than that. <laughs> oh, Dad was picking. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I, I get. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for real. Uh, nice choices. I like that memory. That's a good one, Jarka. Okay, so the one, the a good one that sticks out that I remember was the one year I got a uh, Nile. Uh, the Annihilation of the Wicked album. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited for it. And I, I like, right after we were done doing the presents, I ran out to my, my bedroom and grabbed like a little CD player, brought it in the living room, just threw it on right on Christmas morning. We all listened to <laughs> Egyptian death metal for mm-hmm. on Christmas morning all together as a family. And I, I had a blast and I did not give a shit about what anybody else thought of my family. <laughs> a good record i remember that one yeah and then um this the bad one was i told like my aunt i thought it was funny was at the end of mars attacks when tom jones was singing yeah so when you're at christmas i end up getting like two tom jones greatest hits albums just because i of that (laughs) i mean that's not unusual uh, <laughs> all right. Bye guys. So I'll see, you, see myself out. All right. Thanks for showing up. Later. <laughs> Peace out, on slush. Uh, Nathan, you any 
any uh, thoughts? Uh, you didn't seem to have any that like stood out. I can't really remember. Uh, you know, I know I got albums and stuff for Christmas, but nothing really sticks out. Um, but music related, um, I, don't know, I think I was about 13 years old when I got my first guitar for Christmas, and I was all excited about that. That's cool. Which is timely since I'm holding Cole's guitar right now. Yeah. Shh, don't, Love don't, it. don't 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 tell him. Okay. He's standing behind uh, you. Does he listen? Does he listen to the podcast? I fucking Did hope you just not. Tell him. <laughs> Dougie, speaking of behind you, about three minutes ago, I think I saw somebody go past your window. Yeah, he's, alone, he's, you? he's inside today. He's safe. no, no, no. That that's like we have this little window to my kitchen. That's Andrea. Oh, okay. Your, your dog thing is kind of freaking me out, though. I love it. <laughs> is that a is that a, just, is that a stocking? Yeah, it's a dog staring, yeah. staring into your soul. Yeah, it's looking Stop right it. at me. Yeah, look at him. I wish I wish uh, the listeners could see that. <laughs> oh, great! Now I oh, have Brian to, thinks they um, can thumbnail photo. Did you just figure out a way to make me have to give the videos to Nate? Ticky talk. You suck. Follow us on the Out of Tune podcast podcast on TikTok. Nice and. Is what's our handle on Twitter, Jarka? Um, uh, the the Out of Tune Pod at the Out of Tune Pod, I believe. The Out of Tune Pod. Yeah, and we, somehow, some way, we actually got at the Out of Tune Podcast on Facebook. I was shocked, but that's yeah, we got it. Anyways, cool. I actually recently just got rid of Twitter too. I don't believe you. It's a toxic cesspool, but that uh-huh. you know, I I. I it's wear my social media and I, I dive in. It's a cesspool of ignorance. Yeah. That's right. It's Every, it's where I have my most I have my most followers on social media there, so it's like kind of stuck with it. Yeah. Ooh, look at listen to you, Mr. Big Shot. <laughs> most followers on social media. <laughs> 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 oh, Go on there. He's got a blue check mark. Yeah. Ooh. I, no, I well, didn't what, say what, what was that? Eight, was eight dollars. Eight dollars a month. Eight dollars a yeah. month. That's such harsh. I, I'm not but buying clout. I'm changing, I'm changing, I'm changing, hole right now? changing my happen? Twitter handle to the real oh, Brian Finch. Blue check mark. Blue check mark. <laughs> I have embarrassing um, albums, in my opinion, actually. I received Will Smith's Big Willie style Nothing wrong for with Christmas. That. I asked for it. I wanted it. I got it. So thanks, parents. Yeah, and that's what made you want to play it. guitar, right? Might have been my brother, too. <laughs> and my brother said, you don't know how much it pained me to get this for you. <laughs> did, did it have summertime on it? No, the this summertime. was Big Willie style would have been getting jiggy with getting it. jiggy with it and all that nonsense the party oh. in the city where the heat is on all the good stuff to the break of dawn yeah. just the two of us yeah that was probably on it yeah i don't own the album <laughs> anymore i don't think but maybe I, I, I kept all sorts of cds <laughs> i do because i don't know what to do with this stack of cds and a you know binder i don't know what to do with them anymore <laughs> they make good coasters the other one that, that I, I used to give out more to face cds as coasters you probably oh, yeah. still have a whole box <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have. Two. I want one. I remember putting it on for you and your sister. Want a box? Bills I want one for Christmas. You want a box for Christmas? Well, if Finchie follows through with what he was working on, it should be on Spotify and in, in, in shortly. I uh, know. I can't. I I I was having trouble sending it over my phone, and then I gave up for a minute. Well, I'm disappointed now. Well, yeah, no. It happens. I also received Californication uh, chili peppers. Um, I don't know if that's embarrassing or not, but no, it's a good album. 
Which album? Yeah, yeah that's the way I'm leaning, Nate. Because like it's yeah. I wasn't like a super fan, but for whatever reason, I was obsessed with them at that moment. Is that the name? That's not the name of their record, is it? Which album? California. Is that one hot minute? I think no, not California. California. I thought so. That is. So oh. that, that's where he first started singing about California on every track, right? I guess so. I didn't oh. like I said, I didn't keep up with them. <clears throat> Good stuff. Uh let's get into our Christmas themed uh gift <laughs> exchange, right? Secret Secret Santa, Sorry, right? Santa? That's what this thing is called. It was my idea, and I don't even know what we call it. Never done one before. I've never oh, done a oh, oh, before. Anyone secret, ever done one before? Secret song. No. Done it with gifts, not like giving. <laughs> not a song exchange. No, well, not a song exchange. I was saying as a, as a gift. I've never even had to do that. Really? Yeah, I've done, I've done a bunch of them. I don't like buying gifts. Like why? Why? Because you can't just keep buying gifts. Because then, what's the point? Aren't you, you also we all trying to save money so we can buy our own stuff? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, it's it's yeah, it, you're 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 showing your appreciation to somebody that, yeah. uh, that you it's care the about. thought that counts, how Brian. Because then when your spouse becomes like a contest, for <laughs> like oh my kids, my and, and, wife, and, and, parents, and, you, oh, and you buy gifts. You got you buy <laughs> gifts that you can borrow, like underwear, <laughs> like a guitar, or or or, or uh, sign rancid posters. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Nice signed rancid poster. You don't give it back. Or you do give it back. I'm, I'm oh, no, you give, yeah, you yeah, interrupt you know, It's your gift. But it's going to get taken. It's going to get taken and, and put in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to start with a random person. And then that person's going to try and guess who gave him that song. We will not reveal who gave what songs to whom until we're at the end. And we'll start. We'll go in reverse order. So... Random. Alex, tell me when to stop. Okay, stop. I, I'm putting it myself or Doug. I that was, let's let's mm, say Doug. One more time. Stop. That's Doug again. <laughs> Doug. Chug the song that was selected for you for Christmas was. Oh, I have to tell you. Yes, please. <laughs> the song was, that, that was chosen for you, not the one that you picked for someone else, but the right. one selected for you. The one that I had to listen to. <laughs> uh, Buckethead. No, I, I don't mean that. <laughs> I'm not win. The one I was forced to because listen to. Because I'm kind of familiar with this song. Okay. It was uh, Buckethead, uh, Three Fingers. Oh. And uh, the cool thing about this song is, is that I'll just say, you know, whatever. I, I mean that it's on the record. Enter the chicken or whatever the heck that that album's called, something like that. But Surge is on it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I was like, "Oh, wow, that's cool." Surge is doing stuff with Buckethead, you know. And I knew Buckethead from, jeez, oh, way back. And I knew that he always did rap stuff, you know. So to see this song, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I totally forgot about this i completely had forgotten about it hadn't heard it in years so it was cool because it was like it just reacquainted me with it and uh i probably listened to it about uh a good 40 45 times already wow really 
Oh man, I I I love it. It's it's a super good song. I mean, you know, I've had it for a few weeks now, whatever it was. Dang. I just throw it on all the time, you know, in the car, and I, I listen to it three times before the podcast. <laughs> good job, whoever uh, got yeah. Doug. Uh, but who do you think got that song for you, Doug? Well, it's tough. It's tough because, unfortunately, you know three of you guys i really don't know very well okay no buckethead is kind of obscure and you're not going to throw that out there with like um i i guess i just assume you know you you have to know this person plays guitar to begin with and likes it and then maybe to throw a rap tune out there you have to also think you yeah, likes rap too so let's yeah, combined them. Yeah, you did. You did pick like a techno song for uh, for our last uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the numbers. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so wrong. It, it, it narrows me down. You know, it, it, to me, it just. What I'm just going to go with my gut feeling. I mean, it's one of you two over there, you know, Brian and Alex. That's it's one of you two, and I have. <clears throat> if you want me to choose right now, who I think it was. Yeah. Ah, oh, my gut feeling wants me to go with Alex. So Alex is cleaning up. But I'm sure I'm wrong. <laughs> that that I actually hope I am wrong. That was too good. That pop was way too good sounding for the can, and then it just fucking <laughs> like an pop. actual pop. <laughs> it's fine. We're down in the the cave. It's you know. Yeah, I've forgotten now how to drink. Apparently, it's fine except for all that electrical equipment you're that's surrounding you. Well, yeah. No, I aimed for carpet. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's nowhere near any of the, the stuff. It's fine. Yeah, I'm, and he's I'm, he I'm dumped it on to some degree. He's dumping it on Brian's cat. That could have been his phone, uh, actually. Yeah, it, that, it, that, it was real close to the phone. I got a little bit of the magazine. It was oh, it's fine. The magazine's trash. Yeah, it's got Penn State. Fuck him, Brian. Did he dump it on your cat? No, no, the cat, the cats didn't join us this time. I don't know where she is. Oh, then that must be uh, Alex purring. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's how good Yingling is, I guess. Makes him purr. <laughs> no, it just housed itself after I popped it. I'm like, what the fuck? So, Alex, you were chosen. Uh, he's saying you got this song for him. So now you must go next <clears throat> to feel your song. All right. So how long are we waiting to talk about the song? What do you mean? Like you're telling this, us, this you're telling us now. You're you're telling us what song it is, okay. and then you're guessing. This song is "Blood Meat" by Protest the Hero. Hmm. Um, my only guess as to who it is, Mike. Mike got for you. Maybe. <laughs> That's definitely the face <laughs> that Mike is making right now. Maybe. What did you think of the song? a great song i i agree i fucking I, love that song i like it more i would like it more if it was an instrumental oh the voice doesn't do it for me it's got a very pierce the veil high oh don't do voice. that oh my god <laughs> that dude that dude has an amazing voice his dude i've always i'm not incredible. discrediting the talent i'm just saying it's not my style well, i've always described understandable I've always described protest the hero to people that never heard them as like, I'm like, dude, if Maiden didn't come out in the eighties and they came out in the two thousands, that's protest the hero. 
if that makes any sense, if anybody can put any correlation. Protesting the vocalist. Yeah, I kind of yeah. kind of see it. He's definitely theatrical in his performances, if you ever see him. Yeah, he's hilarious. He uses the whole stage, you know, as far as, you know, being a front man and whatnot. Like, the dude is unreal in that aspect. I could see how you thought his voice is an acquired taste. It's it's what I get often when I talk to people that don't like Coheed and Cambria. Like, I don't like his voice. Okay, I get it. I get it. So is it weird to say that I like Coheed over protest vocally? No. It's, okay. I mean, it's music. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you, you like what you like. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> I don't know why, but yeah. yeah. There's no wrong answer unless your answer is you love Limp Bizkit. Uh, Charka, consider you, me wrong then. That's right. Charka, do you know this song? Which we're talking about? Uh, um, the correct answer is yes, so it doesn't take you out of the equation here. Uh, not really. Um, okay. I saw Protest Hero years ago, um, but I, I'm not really like a third band that I've I've heard before and I've I've liked. But I just don't. It just, it just hasn't ring a bell. I mean, it's some, like if one of those bands that if I, I'm sure if I did, dug more into, I'd probably get into more. Though it seems like from their sound, yeah. Um, just I mean, I did not go into my song that I got. I got a protest to hero song too. I got skies. Whoa, whoa, really? Yeah, yeah. Two of the whoa. same words. That's crazy. Uh, two uh, people here with uh, you know what? <laughs> I also almost picked them for who get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even own a single album of theirs. I own a lot of metal albums. I don't own a single one of theirs. And, I don't even think I yet, have. And here they saved. pop up twice, and it seems like I'm interested in what Doug would think of these guys. So. Oh, actually, fun story about Protest the Hero. I wouldn't know either of you two, Brian and Nathan, if it wasn't oh, for Protest the Hero. Name. Why? Well, no, because I'm so used to calling him Finchy, so it throws me off when I call him Brian. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, um, Dougie, please. Long story short, no, my that's friend, me. That's my that's friend. Message to Doug. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's that? I heard the phone go off again. No, that my, wasn't me. my friend Greg. Well, that wasn't you that time. No, we were drinking beer at Chestnut Ridge, and I just bought their uh, Kazaya album, and I had it playing in my truck. And my friend Greg happened to go to Cody. Cody, you would like these guys, and that's how me and Cody started talking. And then I met oh. you guys. Yeah, protest the hero brings brings people together. Yeah, it does. That's oh, so cool that it popped up twice. Yeah, although uh, you know, so I guess popular band. So, so you like the music? Yes. Not a fan, so to speak, of the. But if they were part of a bill, you could probably sit there and listen. I, I would sit. Yeah. Yeah. They actually yep. have that that entire album. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do entire- have to say one thing about the tail end of that track. Yeah. If you do cut the vocals away. And you listen to the guitar itself. The riff that it's creating has a very clutch feel. Oh, I can oh, see that. Clutch. They that that entire album is, is done. It the as Fortress a, album is as an instrumental. That's off of Fortress, yeah. Blood meat. Doug, you know these guys? What do I live in a closet? I'm, it's hard to <laughs> yo, know. Yo, Mike, yo, Mike does. Mike lives oh. in a closet. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> But you have clothes in your closet. Brian has football helmets and Alex. That's his man cave. This is, <laughs> this is uh, her office. Those are her clothes. That's awesome. Oh, they're nice. They look, like they, they, they look like they would look good on you. Look at, they're all that's black. A, they're all black. Way to, oh, oh, good way there's to a Sabres jersey. That's yeah. a very slimming color. Oh, okay. 
Uh, Charka, what do you think of the song that was chosen for you? Um, yeah, Wait, I dug it. I ended up liking it. And well, it, I, he already brought it up, so I figured we'd just bounce to him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of had to, but yeah, yeah. But, no, um, I don't blame you at all. Um, yeah, I dug it. I I liked it. I ended up adding "Protest the Hero" to my Spotify like to be listened to list and stuff. So. Yeah, I I saw them. They they opened for Unearth in like 2008, and that's why oh, I saw them. It was them them two in White uh, White Chapel. I said White Chapel. Yeah, phenomenal. I saw. I didn't see Protest <laughs> the Hero with Unearth. I saw as Blood Runs Black Jesus. and the old new version of Barrier Dead that none of us liked. I was there for that one, right? Yes. As Blood Runs Black. Also, side note, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I've been, I've been, on, I've been on a little bit of a kick with, of them lately. <laughs> I have to get back. They're not still it. together, though. I don't think. I don't think so either. No, I don't think they put anything. I shouldn't say that because I actually have no idea. <laughs> no, I, I think I like looked for them on Amazon. I was like, man, their their albums don't go that far back. I think. Anyways, um, so Alex, let's see who you thought it was that got you that. You you thought maybe Mike? Are you sticking with that? Now it's like flip of a coin between him and Nate. Huh? Well, got to pick one. Come on, Alex. I'm going to pick one with a backwards hat. Yeah. Which they both have. <laughs> backwards Bills hat? <laughs> is yours a Bills one? It is. Yeah, I'm, I'm flipping my choice. I'm going with Nate now. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, should we have Jark, I guess, or just have Jark wait until he's... Might as well just have him guess. Yeah. Who do you think, Jerry? Um, I'll go with Mike. Going with Mike. Yeah. So we'll go to Nate. Alex's first choice there. Nate, the song selected for you was the song. I'm playing it. Uh oh. Oh, whoa, don't whoa. sue me! Don't sue me! Don't Got sue me! Right. I do not my, own the song. My, right. <laughs> <laughs> my song was a day to remember. I'm made of wax, Larry. Oh, that is. What are you good. made of? Something like that. Such a um, good. I uh, not a fan. No, no. I uh, he doesn't like grow it. up. It's, it's a this fun is, song. This is this is this is going to be harsh. So it's it's not it's not a bad song. Like I don't want to say it's you know it's, it's been stuck in my head all fucking day. <laughs> it's it's catchy. It's got a catchy chorus. Sound I just, a good song. Hmm. What's the other one off that one? I did, I, just, I, described, yeah. I was I was talking to a friend about about the song, and I described it as it's not bad for cookie cutter bubblegum metal. Like, mm. I know metal. sounds harsh. Um, they're not metal. <laughs> that song tried to be metal. It tried. They are the world's heaviest pop punk band. I'll put it. Okay. Down. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say that uh, they they've only got worse. Like Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. They tried to make a metal song, so that makes sense. Um, yeah. but I, I don't, it, it really didn't do much for it. There wasn't, <laughs> it was catchy, but there wasn't like a driving guitar riff. The thing I did like about it in the middle of the song, there's a breakdown. The dude's scream is pretty sick. Like, that's he's got Mike, a good scream. That's Mike from, uh, Mike Heronica from Devil Wears Prada in that part. Okay. So it wasn't even really, there's a feature. Actually, okay, I, 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 think they, I, I think they go back and forth in that part. 
Everybody's out to get and the deeper the deeper vocals is Mike from Devil Wears Prada. Okay. And I did like the the combination between the two songs. There, between the two screams, it was a good mix. I might have that backwards, Alex. I was gonna say, I think the deeper one would be Jeremy. It's in it's in the video too, like because uh, they're like playing baseball or softball or whatever, mm-hmm. and Mike from Devil Wears Prada is the umpire, and that's like he rips his mask off and he's screaming with Jeremy. I do have to say, a day to remember puts together some of the coolest music videos, and their live show is super, super, super fun. Yep. Like I saw them at, uh, I mean, I've seen them a bunch Riverworks? of times. No, well, that one was fun, but out in Chicago at a riot fest in like 2012, like he got inside one of those giant inflatable orbs balls. Yeah. And just ran across the crowd. That was fun. I was in the back being hung over, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a homesick record. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's homesick. Uh, I think it's the album before. Elks, Google it. <laughs> modifying it <laughs> so what else about this song Nate I I really don't have much to say about it because yeah. it, like I, you know it it didn't it didn't grab me it is catchy so you can't I can't say it's a bad song it's so just, it's, it's just not for me bottom is for Christmas just he's, he's like Forrest Gump that's all <laughs> I have to say about that <laughs> yeah. Dougie, uh, for the record it is homesick Nate don't beat around the bush get to the point don't pour it. <laughs> okay, the point is, I did not like it. Did not I like didn't it. enjoy it. A poor, a poor gift. And I feel like whoever picked the song for me picked it because it is so like poppy and like sounding, and it was the closest that somebody is willing to go to Green Day without picking Green Day. I we are like. just trying to pitch you off. <laughs> oh. It's okay. Every almost every review that we've done on this podcast, I've been the negative one, so it fits. Merry Christmas, Nate. But uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, but in the spirit of things, Merry here's, Christmas. Here's your fucking lump of coal. <laughs> Guess you were naughty, Nate. Uh, naughty so, Nate. So who naughty do you like it, uh, Naughty Nate? So I naughty Nate breaks chairs. I I got uh, I went Give into cocktail uh, fruit detective mode, mm-hmm. and when the song was sent to me, mm-hmm. it was sent to me as a screenshot of a screenshot mm-hmm. of a Spotify account. Ah, so there's oh, only a few of us that have Spotify. Oh, dude, you went full creeper. The song was liked. And then I also recently saw Alex had a post about a day to remember. So my guess is Alex. Okay. Maybe. 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 One of us is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I will, Alex, do you guess I, Mike? This is Nate. Yep. Dave, you guessed Mike. So I guess Mike needs to go. Mm-hmm. Side note, uh who who uh, who I got picked for or whatever. Almost got a Gojira song because I was just fucking jamming the fuck out of Gojira that day. And then it just uh, randomly popped in my head. I'm like, no, that's not the song. It's well, what song. did you get? Um, I got, and whoever, I have a good, pretty good idea. Uh thank you for reminding me about this band, Candiria. Constant velocity is a natural eh, sorry. Constant velocity is as natural as being at rest as the song. <sighs> totally forgot about uh, how do I put them? Prague hardcore smooth jazz. Oh shit! Oh man! <laughs> Wait, get a tissue. You sneezed. My, my all earphones over are smoking right now. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm gonna do two seconds of this. Here you go, Doug. 
No. There you go. Oh, elevator music. And then it goes to hell from there. <laughs> anybody feel like they're just waiting right now with that playing? Yeah, then you, then you, then you get going really quick. Um, I used to jam Candiria a lot back in the day. Um, I want to say they're from New York City. They were part of that like New York City. I don't want to say the New York City hardcore scene, but. The New York City jazz scene. I mean, <laughs> listen to it. So I know Doug didn't send me that song. No. <laughs> no. Um, I liked it. Like I said, that brought me back to being 18, 17, 18 years old. Um, and I'm going to say Nate picked that. Say so Nate picked that. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. We got yeah. two picking Nate right now. Nasty Nate. Nobody Nasty picked Nate. Brian. I'm picking mine. No, I was naughty, Nate. I'm, I'm going to go last naughty. here. I'm going I'm, I'm to make Doug go next. Doug, your song that was. Oh, no. You already went? I went first. You're yeah, you're yeah. last, dude. <laughs> I'm last. You're this, last, Bubba. They're short-term memory. Yeah, let me go fix that real quick. Now at this time, Brian's gonna pick Nate too, and we're all gonna get confused. No, I got I got DNA by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, that's a banger. <laughs> Sorry, that's Doug. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I do like Kendrick Lamar. I even like some songs off this album. Mm-hmm. This one I didn't enjoy as much. I I kind of appreciated the way he was going with it, which was a little more old school in the way that it seemed like there's a lot of like repetition built in where I know Kendrick Lamar to be more like point A to point B kind of thing. Like that it, it very rarely feels like he repeats in his songs like things over again. So the repeating of the DNA part over and over, like stood out to me. I was like, huh, that's different. I can't tell if I like it or not. <laughs> that's still where I'm at. I'm like, I don't hate it. Cause I know I like Kendrick Lamar. I, I'm always going to love his voice. hundred <laughs> percent. He's one of my favorite current rap artists because of that reason. Cause I think he's got a cool voice and I like that. Like his style of rapping. This song was just meh for me. Which is what I when when I listened to it at work the first time. That's what I messaged back to Chrissy, I, and I was like, "That song, meh, meh." So then you should have been like, "Are they sure?" <laughs> I knew, and I and I I thought I knew who uh, who picked it. Um, and then a uh, full spoiler alert: I kind of uh, me and the wife kind of goofed up because I was like, "What was that song again?" <laughs> that I listened to that I wasn't sure who's the artist. And then she told me, and then she also told me that Doug picked it. And I, was Oh, like, you sons of but, bitch. But I, I knew did. that was going to happen. But I, I did. I did. I did. Guess Doug for it. I had Doug. I had Doug pegged. Is that too though? That's when, after I listened to, it, I did honest, full honesty. I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, whatever. It's a good pick for me. You've nailed the artist. I just happen to be really picky when it comes to my rap songs. And that one, I would probably skip. And when I heard it, come this, up, this may or may not be a song that I hear kind of routinely at work every couple weeks or so. Cause it does. You got oh, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You listen to it that often. Damn. I don't know if this Dude, is. I love, I love him so much. I think he is in, in my world of like rap fandom and all that stuff. He's the one, and this is, I mean, it, it may sound a little extreme, but since Wu-Tang, I haven't really felt any 
thing like, oh my gosh, that's yeah. Wu Tang. Immortal technique, Doug. Doug, check out Immortal technique. Okay, you'll dig it. Immortal or mortal? Immortal. Immortal. Okay. Yep. While we're on the subject of things to listen to, uh, check out this dude, uh, Pete Rock. And uh, the song that I was listening to is Grown Man Sport. I think you guys will dig that, too. If you like Wu-Tang. I thought I was kind of in that same mode. <clears throat> Anyways, though, so I I guess, Doug, I happen to be correct. I, 100%, though, I did have, I was like, I bet Doug got the front of me. Yeah. Doug's that kind How of convenient. I, I, it was tough, man. I'll tell you. To be honest with you, it was like, I was ex- kind of excited that I got you. But then I was like, I'm going to try to throw him off. And I'm like. I don't know if I can <laughs> because I'm just like so out there with what I like and what I, you know, you know what I'm saying? And especially yeah. we worked together for so long and blah, 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 blah. And, and I told your wife, you know, I go, you know what? I'm not going to give him a great Christmas present. I'm going to give him a killer stocking stuffer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, if that was in my stocking, I would have been fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> right there with the socks. So I, yeah, I threw it out there. Yeah. Santa uh, Mouse gave it to you. Who picked your song, do you think, Doug? Well, this is the thing. It was between you guys. Yeah. That's what I think. And I went with Alex. Okay. Alex, did you pick Doug? Or did you have Doug? I know Doug to have been Buckethead a few times uh for Halloween. So I figured if he's gonna pick up on this, it's gonna be real quick. Nice. Bam. So good a good that's my Christmas living. gift for you, Doug. I like great that. pick, Alex, man. Great pick. Uh so then thought you, like you that. thought that you thought that Nate picked your song? Initially I thought Mike, and then I thought Nate. Yeah. Because they both kind of have that I don't know, obscure side of metal yeah. covered. Huh. Um well I got new Thank you. Thank you. It was me. Get the fuck out. I picked that song. <laughs> I love that song. Nate knows that. <laughs> that's that's a really good that's a great Well song. no, I do like somebody to I that I'm I listen to obscure shit. You listen to everything. <laughs> I thought that'd be Doug. <laughs> you know, the longer this goes, the more obscure all of our music gets to each other. Oh, like when I found the end of Instagram with that pig squeals and nature page. <laughs> <laughs> I have been all about Ray. that. That's hilarious. Uh, go on, sorry. <laughs> so now we're at a dead end, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So we'll just go to Nate. Nate, uh, you thought that I it was Alex picked it. Yeah, I'm I'm wrong. So I got no I got no idea. It's got to be uh, Dave, right? Yeah, I picked it. Okay. Dave, um, you don't I... you don't strike me as a data remember fan. You know, I don't, I've only heard a couple of their songs and, um, you know, I, I kind of did the same thing as you did, Nate, and I, I cyberstalked you on, on Spotify. And then I kind of <laughs> went, I went, I went to your like list of favorites and then I, they had like a, like, oh, like the next, like the genre that was kind of connected to what you listen to. Oh, shit. So then I went through, I went through the list and I tried to find like something that I, I, I was kind of familiar with and I, and I pulled that up. The algorithm oh. pulled. The algorithm pulled out that band for you, Nate. You're secretly a fan. Dude, I'm secretly a fan of a lot of stuff, but that's not one of them. 
<laughs> Pretty so, sure it's because he mentions. And I hope you're not offended by my punk so much. It, uh, I think it it'd either go, it'd either go one way or another. Either way <laughs> so, is entertaining. <laughs> Dougie tried a new thing. No in between. Nate is now naughty. Nate. Now Dave is detective Dave. <laughs> well, detective Dave. Uh, who do you think? Who do we think got your son? It must have been Mike. Did you crack the case? I said Mike. You did. You'd be correct. Awesome. Boom. I was gonna. I was actually. I was gonna go with Gojira, and the, the album I was listening to uh, was Amazonia, the last album. And the lyrics aren't that deep in this one. I'm like, I see Dave's post on the internet. And he likes deeper. Seems like he likes deeper shit. So I'm gonna pick something that's got some. Some cryptic, deep lyrics. Maybe he'll enjoy yeah. it. Uh, Gojira, I like. That's kind of like in the same boat as um, Process Hero with me. Another band that I saw before, I liked what I saw live, and just I just another band I haven't really dived into yet, but I probably would like if I did. So I think either way, you would probably yeah. um, hit had a hit with it. Aren't they French or something like that? Gojira, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're they're uh, their names actually Godzilla. Yes. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike, the funny part is no, they're if, awesome. someone, if someone did pick Gojira for me, I would have instantly gone to Dougie, whether it was him or not. Yeah, they're great. They're great. Hmm. They're great. Fathers yeah. before volumes came along. Ooh, did you hear volumes? Speaking of, did you hear their cover of Pantera's Rise they released on the anniversary of Dime's death last week? No. Oh, I have homework. Oh, it's good. <clears throat> Sorry, go on. I'm not going to do that assignment. Oh, it feels good. It is good. How many singers have they had so far? 10, 11. Um, volumes? Four. Yeah. Four. 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 Of course. But they're back to the one original. That, that band has just fallen so much apart from losing their one what, guitar. No bassist. Their guitarist, guitarist that passed away, yeah, and the Diego. vocal change constantly. <sighs> well, what tangent did we just go on? I've <laughs> music tangent. We stayed I'm on lost. topic. Kind we're of. on topic. We're talking about uh, rock and roll and heavy metal, so we're still on topic. Sorry, I, think turn. I think you're mischief, Mike. Now okay. we should have been talking about this on Halloween, not Christmas. No, it's a little bit more dark. Trick or treat, coal or present? Huh? So, Nate, did you pick my song? I certainly did. Uh, I knew it. And yeah. I am amazed that you knew him. I only know one other person that ever knew of this band. Really? And it was the guy who I heard him from, Rock and Steve K. I remember oh, him. Awesome. I remember hearing him listening to it. And I'm like, jazz and metal? That's fucking awesome. So I started I- listening to it. And I wanted to pick something for you that I thought maybe you would like, but something that you didn't know. And well, well I mean, it's something I, I wouldn't necessarily say forgot about, but I forgot about him. Just didn't I remember. forgot about him. I, I was, I, I've been listening uh, since. Yeah. That's thank it, you. It's, it's good stuff. I mean, it's definitely not for everybody. I was showing the, the, no. the dude who I'm working with. I, I showed him it today. I'm like, yeah, I, the, the song that I picked for my guy, I got, I got real fucking weird with it. <laughs> and, uh, is, on that same album, wasn't there when they covered Wu Tang too? I, I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not familiar with Wu Tang, so I wouldn't know. 
Oh, because they're not no one to fuck with or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy. <laughs> Here we go. Well, Merry Christmas, you guys. Uh, I hope everyone enjoyed their gifts enough. You know, it sounds I, like Nate got the roughest one, but, you know, that's just <laughs> Nate being picky. That's I enjoyed it because... I am very picky. Everyone share your songs to the uh, Facebook group page so that we, at least we can listen to it, whether or not we make a, sm- a mini playlist out of this. Oh, we got to. Why don't oh, we I'll, make keep... a, I'll make a playlist. Yeah. Okay. Why, why not add to what we have going on and make one mega list at the end of it all? Yeah, that's like up to you guys that like are on the Spotify and whatnot. I'm not on Spotify. Yeah, I know YouTube music. Everyone's heard Mike. So I listen to I listen to this podcast with commercials. <laughs> Wait, what? That's that's like okay. <laughs> if only that's the way. No, there's like a there's like a commercial at the beginning at the end. Yeah. Yeah, then three hours of our bullshit. You know what's fun? <laughs> you know what's fun about doing this for me was listen to you guys all talk about these bands that I've never heard of in my life, yeah. and then just searching it on my phone and just throwing albums out there and getting them right. <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, that's on that record." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Boom! I nailed it." We're here for you. <laughs> I never heard of this protest a hero or anything like that. I just figured I'd throw it in there to make things a little. Well, that's your homework then. I want you to listen. To, I want to know what you think about. Oh, that. I'll I'll listen to it all for sure. Absolutely. What, man. what about the band Assist the Villain? Uh, it doesn't exist. I'm oh. just being dumb. What does my buddy say at the after the burial when as I lay dying after the burial and Amir came here in like 2019? Uh he kept calling him before the funeral. I'm like, would you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that a band called Life? I saw like, after the burial. I saw after oh. the burial at the Penny Arcade live with Misery Signals and Parkway Drive. Ooh, Parkway. Good ass Parkway. Mm-hmm. Oh, but Parkway was good. Yeah. They were good up until like their last like two albums. Yes. I think. Yes. The that last two show the was, same I, I have shit. seen them three times, and that second time I saw them, they were unreal. That Ooh. remember Nate? That's when everyone everyone was doing the the air solo fingers, and then the the singer was like making fun of everybody. They're like, "What?" Because they're from Australia, and maybe they don't do that there. They're like, "What's this?" Is that the what, show that you, you were chanting? Were you were you chanting Parkway? And they and said, the "We're already like, here." Yeah, the dude's like, we're already up here. You can stop. <laughs> I was like, wow, they're not used to this stuff. You don't get you don't, you don't get cheered. Who opened up they, for them between the burial and me? At, after the burial. And they have grown more than any band I've listened to, and they just keep getting better, which is really, really weird. That's exciting. Yeah. And when they're dead. They play on uh eight string Ibanezes. We lost Mike. Yeah, Mike will be back. He just had to go potty, probably. And don't push too hard. The the drummer when he plays, this is I'll stop talking about this. We probably should do other stuff. But <laughs> when he played, he played more on top of the kit than any drummer I ever see. Like the, like the flat, top, like yeah. yeah. He's he's like six four or see, something I, like that. I like so he's that. got like this like really crazy reach and his legs are really long. So like he sits like really upright and he looks like a like a robot slash like praying mantis as he's playing. 
But I told him, like, you you were the best drummer I've ever seen live. But since then, I've seen August Burns Red like three times. So that's a lie. Well, no, it's just a step below top tier now. That's all it is. It wasn't a lie. No, nah, okay. Thanks. <laughs> this was fun, man. I, I really enjoyed the Secret Santa thing. It was really cool. Well, I'm glad everyone enjoyed their gifts enough. And uh, let's, I, I knew Dougie would. Let's get into the long awaited, long tease. This is the third episode. That we've tried, yeah, we've tried to do this, but we're finally doing. We're gonna we're gonna draft our Mount Rushmore, our own versions of the Mount Rushmore of vocalists. We we're very had to be very specific about that because if you if you say frontman, some people feel like they have a slightly different list. But well, for me, there's not a single performer out there that if they sound like garbage, would I ever put them on my Mount Rushmore of frontmen? So to me, like you gotta be able to sing too. Like first and foremost. Yeah. But like yeah. Nate, Nate, I remember you being like vocalist or frontman. Is there anyone that you would have drafted to be your frontman that you like? Like I get it, like Axel Rose, people like I don't really like think Axel Rose is a good voice, but he was a good frontman when he wasn't being an asshole. It was more about who I wouldn't draft if it was frontman and not vocalists. Because I feel like for uh, if we were if it was going to be frontmen, I probably wouldn't go pop pop music. Where with a vocalist draft, there's a bunch of artists that I would choose from from the pop genre. Mm-hmm. But because I when I when I think of frontmen, I think of you know lead singer from a rock band who's you know up there like you know taking charge of the show while the musicians are back there tuning or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, that's what I think of when I think of frontmen. I got you. No, that's a good point. I don't, I still don't know if I'm going to uh, go the pop route. We'll see. I'll be honest right now. This one, I, I was, I have the least amount of feels about. I cared way more about the guitarist one than this one, because I don't care about vocals nearly as much as I care about the guitar and the drums for me. That's just the way I'm wired. So, yeah, I, gotta, I, I gotta guitar is the first thing I listen to as well. Mm-hmm. So, but but vocals are still important. Percussion and vocals for me. Well, that's the thing about vocalists, in my opinion. Like they could ruin a really good thing. Protest the hero for Alex was yeah. almost kind of ruined for him <laughs> because he didn't like the dude's voice. So, I mean, I, that I get maybe, for sure. Maybe put against a different tone, yeah, or style. Maybe sure. He has an operatic kind of way of doing oh. things. Uh, so I'm coming up with the draft order right now. <laughs> Sorry. And I have to do the randomized thing. Does anyone have any Christmas songs that they hate besides Mike, who hates all of them? Yeah, oh, yeah. I uh, absolutely humbug. despise the Beatles one. The so Beatles this is too. Christmas. Oh God! There's the oh, Paul wait. McCartney. There's the Paul McCartney. McCartney one. There's John Lennon that does <clears throat> jump off a car. I think that one. That one. I think the one that Doug's like trying to simply try having out. a wonderful Christmas time. That's the worst. Oh Jesus! Yes. That's yes. Paul McCartney though, isn't it? Not yeah. yeah. I, I absolutely. I and Mariah Carey. I will take Mariah Carey. Anyway no. Or we could just not listen to Christmas music. Hold on, I gotta log off. Dude, Bad Religion Christmas <laughs> album is awesome. Well, there's lots of songs that I think are good. Um, 
Alex, your duties randomized uh, three times, please. Duties. The one that always stands out to me is Feliz Navidad because this asshole just said, wish you Merry Christmas in two different languages and made who knows how much fucking money. Like, that's stupid. Like, why don't why didn't anyone come up with like a French and English version? You could, maybe you'd make a couple million dollars. What about Franklish? Well, what about English what about uh, what about in Christmas Vacation? I, I like it though. That's a good tune. I don't know you're why. Just, you're I, just saying Merry dude. Christmas in Hawaiian. Yeah, I know, but or, the, I I like being Crosby's voice better. <laughs> I justified it. There. I do have to agree with that. Um, biddy, 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 biddy. Uh, any other seriously trash songs <laughs> anyone wants? Yeah, to? Mariah Carey said that. I've song. been saying that. It's it, just worse. I can't. I don't listen to it, but like people love that jam, dude. That's I went on, uh, dude, on Sirius XM. They had. It's very oh, yeah. weird. It was did a very weird it? number. It was like no, the he did finish it, and she won it. Twelve songs. Of How do you get to one hundred twelve? Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like one hundred twelve. I'm like. Whatever, and we we're. I was listening to it. I listened to the whole thing, and I. I told him. I go. I, I even told Andre. I, He's gonna throw his phone. Number one, I'm gonna smash this phone. You. You said and it was. Podcast. I knew it was. As soon as I started listening to it, I knew it was gonna be number one. I knew it was. Oh, I can't stand it. What was number two? Like Christmas? No. Uh, number two was. Um, Think number two. Oh, who the heck was that? We'll eat some fucking pie. Andy <laughs> Williams. They, they were no, the, the chick. The chick. <laughs> it's a girl. It's a girl. Oh fuck! It's a woman. The Carpenters. No, no, no. Older than that. Oh my gosh. But it is a. History. They always have her on those misheard lyrics. Traveling down the Dixie sunny shore. That one. What? No. No, well, it might be the same song, but it's not. It, it it's not Patsy Cline. I don't know who it is. Okay. Well, it sounds like it was a disappointing list, anyways. I'm sorry. No, it was a pretty good list. It's just that I just didn't want Mariah Carey being number one, and I knew <laughs> she was going to be. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Wait, so you listened to all 125? Every single 112. Every single 112. That's a oh yeah, that's right. We did discuss 125 is too many. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike. I made my own uh, Christmas playlist. A couple songs are repeated. I have a couple different versions of Silent Night on here, but I have a '68 song custom Christmas Damn. playlist. Over three hours of Christmas fun, fun, fun. Did I sell it. Would you guys buy that album? I would. Would do you have the version of Silent oh, Night oh, sung by um, Chuck Billy? No, I have. Which is it, Chuck or Billy? <laughs> I have Johnny William Cash. Charles. I have <laughs> Nat King Cole. I have Bing Crosby. Look up. It's off a, a Christmas compilation album called uh, We Wish You a, a Metal Xmas. Okay. Look that up. I'm, it's the I'm, best I'm version of Silent Night ever. I'm scared. We don't, we don't get that from Bad Religion, do we, Nate? That's not on the That was religion. weird. What is it? Uh, the Silent Night. No, I didn't think so. Do you guys no, ever? There's Bad Religions ones are like the most religious Christmas songs, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, my Christmas list lasts 15 minutes. <laughs> um, August Burns Red Christmas album is fantastic. I forget the name of it. Uh, the their, their version of Carol of the Bells is fucking awesome. I absolutely yeah. love that. That's that's that song I also used to get Cole start uh, into them because mm-hmm. he loved that song. So now turn him into a little metalhead. Now he likes Born of Osiris too. Nice. Proud dad I, moment. Lo- I like dad King Diamond's right. Christmas record, No Presents for Christmas. <laughs> that's actually a record. Is it yeah. a good record? Yeah. It's when uh, King Diamond first came out, he was in a band called Merciful Fate. And yeah. they have a record called No Presents for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I will or, have to wait, like no presents or no one's present. Yes. Isn't that the same? <laughs> yeah. Different spellings. Uh the no, Mo Christmas no album is good. Just saying. I love You're the Stevie right. Wonder songs. No, you guys are in time. Fine. We'll move on. Yeah, no, 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 no. Corey no. Taylor Xmas song. <laughs> DMX is doing a Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's oh, yeah. the first one I put on the, for our Christmas. We put up the Christmas tree. And I just thought that was hilarious. Oh, he was being real. <laughs> that's fantastic. I like well, Snoop's Christmas song, Puff Puff Give. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's a very green Christmas. I'd buy sure. that for a dollar. Nate. I got good news or bad news for you. You got the first pick. Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm thrilled about that. Alex is second. Mike will be third. Dave fourth. Doug fifth. And then I get to go twice at the end. Snake. So. Vocalist. So with my first pick then. Now, I do not necessarily think that this guy is first pick worthy, but I think if I don't take him now, he will not be available to me. I don't think. Maybe he will be, maybe not. Billy John. What'd you say? (laughs) That's the lead singer (laughs) Green Day. (laughs) Uh, uh, No, I am going with Corey Taylor. Ah, you motherfucker. That is why I took him. I knew that was going to happen. He has got a great voice, great singing voice. He can sing great, and he's got a killer scream. So he's got great range. And with my with my picks here, I am trying to pick uh, artists that I think will complement the guitarist that I chose in the guitarist draft. Oh, so I'm building deep. the whole thing. So I think he'll uh, fit in with... So the other musicians that I've chosen. Okay. Hey, way to punch me in the stomach. Hey. Cool. Sorry. That's why I, I was really hoping for the first because I kind of thought that you would take him first. <laughs> That's what I was going to think too. Honestly, I had him projected for my third pick if he got yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Alex. What? Don't give away your picks. I told you this before. It's already taken. <laughs> we, had, we had this talk. <laughs> All right, so I guess that's me. I'm going to go, and and I mean this to this artist, this vocalist with the most respect. The only man I've ever heard sing in cursive every time. (laughs) I'm going with Sir Chris Cornell. Fucking starting again. That was the next pick. 
<laughs> <laughs> he sings in five. If I don't, if I don't take him now, yeah, he five different on, octaves. He's gone probably in the next pick. Yeah, he was in my. He list. was. Well, so I, I feel like I'm good pick. Good pick. Yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> this is the, he deserves to be up there at the top. Because I have a chance, like, I just won the draft right there. You did. Because yeah. I had Chris Cornell and then everybody else that I want. So now it's just like a. Oh, I'm going to go Bruce Cornell and everybody else. Yeah, basically. I think he's in the history of rock and roll. I think he's one of the the best vocalists ever. I love to hear that. I really do love to hear that. It makes me happy. All right. Well, I'm going to go. The pilot that he is Bruce Dickinson. Ooh, nice. Because he's fist pumping. Dude, I hey, saw them three saw them three years ago at the arena. That dude still. I was there, dude. How old is he now? Oh my god! It oh, he's even still matter. got pipes. Oh Jesus! Holy cow! He's only like two months older than Doug. I mean, careful, dude. <laughs> he probably <laughs> is, dude. Seriously. No, how old are you, Doug? Fifty-two. Oh, he's older than that. Not yeah, Doug. Fucking Dickinson. Yeah, he's got to be older. Yeah, for sure. When do you put? What, like pushing 70 or something? I don't know. Anyone, no, like, let's Google, Google it. No. Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, you picked him. You should you should have to Google I should know. Should know 63. Everything about 64. Bang. Oh, okay. There it is. Nice pick. I mean, oh, great pick. No, no one did it until he did it, right? I mean, that's like a consensus that we could all say. No yeah. one sing like him until he sang like him. Well, he's another one of those guys. And, you know, I, I think we talked about this, you know, touched on it before in some other shows was, you know, usually when you lose your original singer, it's all over. There's not many times that you can replace your original singer and then just be like way over the top with your new guy. Yeah. Like, I know you guys aren't huge fans with of ACDC, but they did it. I always say Cannibal Corpse did it. Oh, yeah. Iron Maiden did it probably better than anybody. You listen to those first two Iron Maiden albums with that Paul Diano on there, it's a completely different situation. Right. And then Number of the Beast comes out, it's all over. Right. From there on out, you know. Yeah, you definitely sniped one there from Doug, I would I would think, Mike. Is Doug's pick next? Uh, no, it's Dave. Uh, I was going to say, because it was going <sighs> to already starting to steal the next one each one. <laughs> no, I still got my number one pick on the board here, so I'm taking him. Um, Mike Patton. Oh, mm. my God. How did I? Uh, that's yeah. a great pick, too. Dude. I, I, the best singer in music, I think, hands down. So, I mean, he, I mean it's more than just, you know, Faith No More's epic. He's... Oh. He's done opera. He's he's done. He's done. Uh, Should we Dave, pull, I'm sorry. I was over here. I'm here. Looking, I went to Alex. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> come on. Oh, come on. I'm terrible with names, though, dude. I have dude, to look up my own bands that I love's names. <laughs> he, he has seven. I think he had seven octals there on the, the music chart. Whatever on the singing range he done. He's like was the only person to register on that. Um, mm. he's done I mean he's done rap he's done everything you know, yeah everything he's done he did if you ever watched I Am Legend he did the screams for the vampires in it you serious really yeah. yes yes <laughs> yeah 
it's it's he just he can he can do everything. If I to ever me, watch that movie again, I will look at it differently. Now. Yeah, right. Bro, I, I think one of the greatest, I, I truly think one of the greatest records of all time is Mr. Bungle's uh, uh, California. I I like the I like the original one first, but California is like right out next to it. Oh, my God, yeah. dude. And yeah, then but, they did the Phantomist stuff. Oh, oh that's just, it's, just, it's, that's, you have to really, I, I love Patton, so I love that <laughs> stuff. But I, it's such a, an acquired taste for normal people. I think, yeah, but, he but does it's, it's so awesome, much cool stuff, dude. It's yeah, not even funny, man. It's just, yeah, like the Peeping Tom album that he put oh, out, which is yeah. like, it's like his, like he's like, this is what I, if I listen to the radio, this is what I want to hear on like a pop on, on like a top forty station. No, I, I think what, oh my god, I'm not going to remember. It's the just band. so, it's just so fucking cool. Like there was like, a there was an insane band back in the day. They used to just jump around and like kind of beat each House other up. Also pain. No, 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 no. <laughs> they were like real just insane Thank you. almost I like I noise rock. And Mike Patton did an album with them. Uh, but he wasn't this, oh, oh. Dillinger Escape Plan. Dillinger Escape Plan. Yeah, Bam, he did an EP oh, of it. Shit. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in years. Yes. I, the very the first concert I took together. my sister to very first concert I took my sister to was uh AFI headlining and Dillinger Escape Plan opened up oh, for him. Dude, that's a weird tour. We were on vacation in Myrtle oh, Beach, yeah, and I saw they were playing a House of Blues. So I was like, Trish, you want to go? She's like, sure. Why not? <laughs> How was AFI? Were they good? Very cool. Yeah, they were all right. Mm-hmm. I was, I've, I, I, they're okay. I've never See, been huge It might not them. fall into his tone. Well, it's like I, I, when I saw My Chemical Romance, I wasn't a fan. I didn't really know them. I knew of them. I kind of oh, knew the scene they were in. Can they get a crowd going? Dude, I saw them live. I'm like, holy shit, this dude's amazing. Yeah, front I mean, they, if they, we were doing a frontman draft, he would have been high on my frontman list. They they, they sounded uh, really Jared good. Way, I believe his name is. Yeah, Doug, you're next. Yes. Yeah, your pick, sir. Oh, my God, dude, it's tough. This is a tough one. And. You know what? For some reason, I'm I'm going to go with this band and it, or this this singer, and it's going to be. I know my other ones are going to get picked. At least one of them. I, all right. I'm just going to say it. I, I'm going to say Maynard because oh, Maynard, man. dude, Maynard. The the reason why I'm going to pick Maynard right now is this: is that you have Maynard and Tool. So if you go see a Tool concert, Maynard's in the back. You probably won't even really see him. You know, he's just there. He sings. He's fine. But then when you see him in Perfect Circle, he's pretty much just a your normal rock and roll front man. But then when you see him at Pussifer, it's a whole different ball of wax. So he's got these three different auras going on with him, but it's still him. And he's his lyrics are fantastic. You can tell he actually sits there and doesn't. It's not like he's like, oh well, I got to write some words, you know, uh, you know, blah blah blah, just jots them down. This dude like put thought into him. He's working in um, different phrases. I mean, dude, the fit lyrics in some of these tool songs, you know what I mean, is just insane to begin with. You know, where 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 do you? I mean, where do you stick words sometimes, you know? And 
Yeah. Yeah. He's just fantastic. Yeah. I love him, dude. He's great. He's got a yeah. great place, man. So I'm picking me. Yeah. Great. Pick. Totally. Yeah. Great pick. You took one of my that, four. How do you feel? That that cat that sounds like the predator for you, he said. Yeah. <laughs> Remember last week? Yeah. He, his name is Pus- his name is Pussifer. Oh, nice. that's, awesome. that's awesome yeah uh, yeah so <laughs> i have the next two picks and i'm gonna go complete clout chasing here not necessarily a band that i need to listen to all the time or even at all i could go the whole year without listening to them even once but I mean, goddamn, Freddie Mercury needs to be drafted in the you, first round. Yes, yes, I agree. To, the the guy was gifted with the ability to just sing and do nothing else, quite like anyone else. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Queen. Um, I'm actually more a fan of. I was about to say his name. What's the guitarist's name? Brian. Uh, Brian May. Yeah. yeah. I actually think like he's why I like Queen more than Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. Like if he wasn't writing the songs, I don't know, like or like being out there with the mind melting solos and stuff. You know, I don't know if I would be into them. But either way, you know, getting that extra row of teeth in really changed music. Uh, the way he was able to hit those high notes apparently because of an extra row of teeth. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Freddie Mercury. Well done to you, sir, on a fantastic life, though short it was. Absolute legend. Great pick, man. Yeah. Great pick. So now I'm going to take one that's more near and dear to my heart. And I'm I'm going to leave it open so someone else wants to grab someone else from this group. This is another one I'm going to steal off of Mike's list, probably. I don't know which one you prefer, but I'm a Jerry Cantrell fan. And that guy writes songs, like sings. Mike's up. <laughs> he, sings Mike. he sings melodies that I want to listen to. If it wasn't like, for Jerry, I'm jealous. If it wasn't for Jerry Cantrell, we wouldn't have to sit there and say Lane Staley made fucking Alice in Chains. Because <laughs> Jerry Cantrell made Alice in Chains. You know I what? Thought- that's it, 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 it's so apparent when they came back out with that new singer. I worked. I worked there. There was a show at. It's Rapids Theater now, but Dome Theater it was in like 2007 or 8, whenever they came back, when they first came back with a tour and they didn't have their, that whatever that album was called, they came out with. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But every, I had so many people, because it was a sold out show, and I had so many people text me, what's it sound like? What's it sound like? And all I could say was, if you didn't know that Lane Staley died, you would think it's him. Absolutely. 100%. Now, when they came out, when they came out with their stuff with Duval. You could tell it's not Lane Staley, but when he sings the older Alice in Chains, you wouldn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Well, what was that? What was that uh, Alice in Chains song that was like? You know what I'm talking about? It was like the album was Black Gives Way to Blue. No, I don't think yeah. I know what song you're talking about. I don't know. Check my brain. When I heard that, check my brain. Yeah, when I heard that song, first of all, the riff was like, "Oh my lord!" Oh yeah, that was insane. And they started singing. I'm like, that's Allison Chains. Yeah. Derek Cantrell, you you are the man. I was like, that was the first thing that I thought of. I was like, he is so pivotal 
I, it's a great pick, Brian. It really is. It's it's a cool pick. I like that. It's, yeah. But not necessarily. See, it, this is once again when they like made me rethink like frontman vocalist. Yeah, Jerry Cantrell with his solo group, but I didn't. I I viewed Lane as the frontman when it was them together. So well, yeah, yeah. But it was also because he was you know not talented enough to play guitar full time. He was a Lane did play enough, but I don't even really play live. I don't think I ever seen him play live. No, I don't think so. Lane. I never remember. But I do think he was able to at least, you know, mess around. Not like Jerry. No, I was no. really, I was really mad at Louder in Life this year because Allison James played the one day and the day before Jerry Cantrell played. And Jerry Cantrell obviously does a couple Allison Chain songs. And I'm staying in there. I'm like, well, scratch that one off of their set list tomorrow. Scratch yeah. that one off. Like, oh, oh, they, they played yeah. like three of them. And they Elsa Chains played all three. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm. He's coming to the ballroom, guys, if anybody wants to go. Really? Yeah, I've watched, I want to go oh. see Cantrell, man. Dude, I'm there. So what are coming, coming under the... I don't understand. Jerry like Cantrell, 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 Cantrell. His, his solo. Okay. And whoever he had, whoever he had singing like Lane's parts for like, you know, his Jerry Cantrell. It wasn't, it wasn't Duvall. What's his name? William Duvall, because I always confuse him with Robert Duvall, the actor. <laughs> um, about Florida Duvall? Whatever. He had some other guy singing Lane's parts, and it was, dude, like spot on. Wow. What, it got me thinking, coming? like, maybe Lane Staley's vocals really aren't that. Well, 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 well. Okay. <laughs> Stop there. Okay. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It's like, it's like dude. Eh. Yeah. I mean, the overall sound. Wouldn't be there if it wasn't for Jerry. I had a buddy of mine years ago. I had an Alice Chain song. I was like, this is what a heroin overdose sounds like. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Kind of is. Thankfully. <laughs> I hope you don't have a direct reference for that. I don't. Thankfully. Good. I mean, that, that's what Lane. Hold on, told. guys. <laughs> no, no, don't do it. Oh, geez. He's like, I'll <laughs> let you guys know now. Oh, no. It's <laughs> enough IPAs for you, sir. <laughs> you shoot some Green Day in there. Doug, Doug's next selection. All right, my next selection. Oh boy, it's just so tough. Okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick this guy. My next selection is Ozzy Osbourne. Oh shit! And that the reason bad. why I, 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 Ozzy Osbourne, I, I, I just can't explain why. Because when I grew up, I was not a big sabbath guy okay there was a bunch of bands that were huge that everybody loved that i just missed the boat on black sabbath led zeppelin took me a bit the beatles took me a bit to get into them you know whatever and then finally i ended up finding the time to go back and whatever but ozzy osbourne when he came out solo it was all over blizzard of oz diary of a madman is one of my most favorite records of all time. I, I had every single record, probably up to, I'll say osmosis. And then after that, you know, I don't like, like that. What, album. What, when, That's two when, on the nose. Huh? <laughs> I said, I don't like that album title. It's two on the nose. <laughs> 
It is on the nose. But you know what, dude, man? I mean, I, see, this is the thing about Ozzy to me. Is he can sing a song called Perry Mason, and I still love it. I mean, how cheesy is that? Thanks. Yeah. That's going to be in my head for the rest of the night. Dude, that riff and, and the way he sings that song, it to me, I love that song, dude. I love that song. But as soon as Zach was gone and all this, it kind of changed for me, you know. But, dude, all those Bark at the Moon, Jakey Lee years and all those those years before that, um, one of the biggest records that I, I love from him, he had a uh, solo re- or a live record called Speak of the Devil. And uh, Brad Gillis, who was the guitar player for uh, Night Ranger, played on this tour. And he was kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe he's going to be in the band, but it just didn't work out. And he went on with Night Ranger and, you know, they had their own career or whatever. Yeah. But Ozzy is always been dude he's just he's just got a special place with me man and he'll be one of them dudes when he goes that's gonna fuck it's you gonna up. be eddie van halen yeah. times it's gonna be shit like that dude it's gonna be like whoa this is <laughs> not cool you know so i'll pick out yeah but at least we all are still walking around today thinking you know how the hell is he still alive <laughs> this doesn't make sense he's Him been trying to Keith kill himself for years him and yeah. Keith Richards, they tried to kill themselves and couldn't do it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, good for them. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane. clear as a bell, but then the moment he starts yeah. speaking. Oh, well, well. Yeah, they can't talk for nothing. Must but be they nice. get up on straight stage and it's like, you know, you can understand every word they say. I drink a 12 pack and I'm at like two days hungover. These guys, whatever. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Liver, who needs one? Dave, your next pick. Sir. Dave needs one? I'm going with Rob Halford. Oh, great. Another one. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Heavy hitters are out. I mean, painkiller alone. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The funny thing about painkiller that when that record came out, I didn't hate it, but I was like, oh, he's getting a little crazy it felt a little over the top to me it was like you're trying to be a little too much rob helford okay. <laughs> <laughs> ever ever, hard. ever play a rock band and have to try to sing the uh, painkiller on there no <laughs> i have hard enough time trying to sing allison chain song let alone Jewish free songs that that i had to i got the my friends let me do it on the on the one level on it i I barely got through it. I'm just happy we didn't crash out on the song. <laughs> Do we did rock on the band. next episode of band. the Out of Tune? We'll hear Dave singing uh, Rob Halford. Never Uh-oh. happening again. No, six of priests. All right, come on. Come on. Are we having a karaoke? You gonna put on your chaps? <laughs> He's certainly not hell bent for leather. Where's that 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 hat? That hat cap. <laughs> Get your spiked vest on. You probably borrowed Doug's. <laughs> oh, I got more than a I got more than a vest. <laughs> Chaps, everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was trying to make it weird. Did it work? It makes it hard oh, to yeah. transition yeah. from that, but we're yeah, just going to do it now. Don't okay. go, don't make me go change my clothes. How about we'll <laughs> go to the guy that probably looks the most like Rob Helford, Mike? Is that a bald thing? 
Yes. And beard. <laughs> He's only got a goatee and it's That's like true. black. And um, I saw all that leather behind you. What's interesting about these draftings is I never I never like go back. I'm always like what I've always listened to. Nothing like that I grew up listening to because of my dad or you know my parents, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, you I've got, said you hate your parents' music. Listen, I don't because my next pick, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Paul Rogers from Whoa. Bad Company slash Queen. Uh, yeah, um, he is wow. like one of like a uh, great, great vocalist and absolutely an, and an amazing frontman. Um. And he did, he did Freddie pretty good for Queen for a while there too. Did was Paul Rogers? He did Freddie also in the Firm. Do you re- you remember the Firm? The movie? No, no. The, there, there was a band Airport called Company. The Firm. Oh. I thought it was Paul Rogers and Jimmy Page. Yeah, and I don't know who else it was. I think they might have done two records, but I know one. For sure. And I think that was Paul Rogers. I'm not sure. I saw, I got to see Bad Company open for Skinner a few years ago at uh, Darien Lake, and I was just like completely taken back by that dude's vocals. And I, you're, all, you're all looking at me like I'm stupid. No, no way. I, I'm not. I don't, <laughs> I don't really like Bad Company, but he, yes, I totally I agree, agree with that. Like, I oh, definitely you said it. Bad Company. Well, I like, couldn't think of who did, the hell that was. Bad. Bad Company. Not, not five figure death punch. They wrote the song Bad Company, and it it was on the album Bad Company, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's that band. I like that. Band. <laughs> it is a great front man too, because when he was singing, I feel like making love to you. This man pointed into the fucking crowd. <laughs> I shit you not. A brawl went up on stage. Oh, I'm telling you, the other side of that brawl may not be so. You know, Hey, he's willing to show him. I'm willing nice to Nice these days, but <laughs> on the other side of it. It was my bra, but <laughs> uh Timothy McVeigh, big fan of uh bad company, just saying. Oh, oh. <laughs> things that pick no, up well, wait a minute. Do we want to get into politics? Uh, no, no, I'm just saying personally <laughs> he, when he he's was probably... in, when he was in the army in the in the Gulf War fighting, riding around in Jeeps, he was always playing bad. Company. Hey, but I didn't that say album, I like that song. Bad Company. Yeah. Actually, kind of sick of that song. He's also the world's worst Sabres fan. Like that, if you ever find the worst celebrity for, that's a fan of a certain team, like Timothy Vay is like the worst Sabres fan. Osama bin Laden's like the worst. I think Manchester United fan or some <laughs> or Arsenal fan, something like that. I'm glad yeah, it's Arsenal, uh, not Man U. Uh, Kim Jong Il loves uh, the Bulls or something like that. <laughs> none of these, none of these, like murdering uh, assholes Rodman. are Bills fans, right? Mm, like Timothy, Timothy McVeigh, OJ, gambled and lost money on that Super Bowl. Uh, listen, allegedly with OJ, allegedly it didn't fit. Didn't what did they say? Brian, go ahead and take another singer here. All right, so the band that this guy's from. Uh, made a tribute check for my cubbies. Um, oh. If anybody, Dougie, Brian, I think you kind of already know. I'm going oh, with. Yeah. I'm going with any better. I don't know what it is—the obscurity of his awkward notes or whatever. It's. Did you see the tweet? 
recently that Eddie Vedder's been trying to warn us about Ticketmaster prices for years? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, I, is this a joke? Yeah, I'd have to find it. I'll send it to the group chat. It's true. A listener or two might know about it. It's true. Pearl Jam has been against Ticketmaster for years. Yeah. Years and years and years. It's only becoming like this big thing because now they screwed over Taylor Swift. But, dude, they literally have been against them for a very, very, very long time. No joke. No joke. Bring in the room down, but I'm just saying. (laughs) It's true. I didn't think you're right. You're lifting me up. It's just like it's just like when you go back and, and it was I think it was like 2005 there somewhere around there there's a video you can watch on YouTube with Courtney Love yeah and uh, she's it. at the Grammys or whatever on the red carpet and they go do you have anything to say to your fans and she goes yeah stay away from that Harvey Weinstein he's a real creep wow. <laughs> she called him out right dude years ago she called him out. Wait, Alex, you just picked Eddie Vedder, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, you picked Chris Cornell first. Yeah, makes sense. How about the dog? Here we go. Yeah. If it wasn't for Cornell, we wouldn't have Pearl Jam. I remember mm. Alex was listening to Temple of the Dog Time. It was the last song on the album. Oh, my uh, God. What, this uh, is what was that? Uh, inside joke. All Night Thing. <laughs> it was an All Night Thing. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. You love Temple of the Dog? He's like, oh. <laughs> he just loved the song. He had no idea who was singing it, who's in the band, or anything. Am I wrong, Alex? I mean, it was like you really weren't aware too much about who it was. I think it was because it wasn't a uh, common track, and just having that's the last song on the record. Through, yeah. But uh, did that did that lead to that led to the whole who's this the, that that uh, Temple of Dog guy or that, that Cornell guy? Or, <laughs> yeah, that Cornell. Is that guy. the same dude from Audio Slave? Or? <laughs> Well, it's funny because when that record came out, I thought that Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder was the lead singer because Hunger Strike was so huge. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, they got Eddie Vedder singing and Chris Cornell's doing a guest thing. I'm like, oh, no, it's the complete opposite. Good pick. Thanks. Yeah. Did you do? Were you aiming to have the double duck? No, actually, no. <laughs> It's just I'm I'm gonna go after Eddie Vedder. Favorite picks now. Okay. That, that's the first one. Okay. Obviously Cornell is too, but that's a heavy hitter, so I wanted to get that out of the way. Yeah. Nate. Still mad at you for that. You get two picks. <laughs> You're welcome. Two picks. All right. So with the first one, I got, you know, the uh the modern rock slash metal singer. And I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a Good little dirt. older with it. Yeah. I am going to go with uh, yeah. Ronnie James Deal. Yes, I knew it, dude. I knew you were going to pick him. Oh, I fuck knew. yeah. Dude, he he's got Rainbow an, for the, the album that we created. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dude just has an absolutely killer voice. Mm-hmm. He originated the freaking devil horns that everybody throws up at the, his fu- grandmother. At the rock concert. The his grandmother. My favorite is this, and, though. Uh, Oh, I hate it when I yeah, dude, I, love, I, love, I love you, man. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> that thumb or I'm cutting dude. it up. That's too much metal for one hand right exactly, there. Exactly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, brother. 
Nate, remember when yeah. you made that the giant one with like there was like five of us and we all like put our fists together? I, I do remember that. And somebody, then what he, the, the one end somebody put up the wrong finger. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when and when he was in Sabbath, he invented this too. <laughs> the heart shaped box with the hand. Ever seen the dude that got the sleeve of like Ronnie James Dio and his hand was actually the metal sign? And Ronnie like, is that's forever a, jerking him off. Now. That, yeah, that's a cool tattoo. To you realize Ronnie James Dio is jacking yeah. you off. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. wrong with that? Great pick, uh, he man. just needed a hand. That's all. It's like a I rainbow like in the dark. Ride the tiger. While I'm not a fan of him, oh, I would say that the power of that man's voice is first round worthy. And you got him at the end of the second. It's a steal out of such a small right. state. I, I was, oh, I, I really kind of thought that he might have been on Doug's board. And I was, he was the, he was the only one who I was nervous about taking him. He was. He's on my board. He was my next. He was my next guy up, actually. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think he. I didn't think he was going to get over back around. Okay. Yeah, that's. I, I. I don't know. He's got an amazing voice and his control over his voice. Yeah. So I, my my, I, as I mentioned in the last episode, my favorite Rainbow album to listen to is the Live in Munich. So, you know, there's a lot of times where he and Richie Blackmore are going back and forth. Like Richie Blackmore will play a lick on guitar. And then Dio will replicate what he plays with his voice. Mm. And just what he can do just on the spot, on command, is just incredible. Yeah. Like, I, well, I can't sing at all to begin with, but I can't imagine, you know, it's just, it's, it leaves me in awe. It's just incredible. <laughs> Great pick, man. I say that that's a steal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is a steal. Yeah, he, he's, he kept uh, Corey Taylor from falling to you guys, and then he patiently waited. And got a, a fantastic steal in the second round. So now you could almost gamble a little bit here, Nate, if you wanted, I would think. But we'll, well see. Well, now my, my next two, I don't think there's a chance that anybody is going to take my next two. So I'm not worried anymore. Okay. Um, How many rounds are we doing? It's it's my Rushmore, my friend. Four. Four. Right, I thought we did three for some reason. That just changes a lot. So... As as you guys know, and as our handful of listeners probably know by now, I am you know my my main genre that I listen to is metal, like the heavy shit. So I have to take somebody who I feel has just an epic scream, you know, just well rounded, you know, the heavy metal, just growl. Careful, buddy. I am taking. Mitch Lucker from Suicide Silence. Rest in peace. Absolutely. Wasn't, wasn't on my list, but uh, good pick, buddy. This Very dude, he has said you guy sucks. I I <laughs> haven't even up. listened to new okay. th- th- their new Suicide Silence. I I I listened to their old stuff. You too. But his 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 range them. and his scream is just incredible. He can go from the highest friggin' squeals to just the lowest growl. It's Dude, you only live once is a perfect example of all of that. Dude, it's ironic because he, correct me if I'm wrong, he died from a motorcycle accident, correct? Correct. Oh, that's terrible, man. So, he was a great dude. Before Mm -hmm. that happened, very charitable. Like, it ended up, you know, it's kind of ironic when I would ride my bike, you know, when I'd go out on my motorcycle, 
Suicide Silence was my go-to for listening to it. So when I found out, you know, how he died, I'm like, well, maybe that's a sign I shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> oh, makes God, you think. No, no. But uh, but yeah, his I don't know. I they're they're one of the heavier bands that I've that I've always listened to, and just his range is just incredible. I don't think anybody, I don't think any metal artist, you know, and you know, with, with the scream has a better range than that. I've never listened to them. I'll have to listen to them. I'll, uh, uh, I'll send you some songs to check straight, out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Straight metal. Dougie, I'll help you out straight. tomorrow. Yeah. I saw somebody, I had a friend that was like, who's Mitch the day he died? Or It was in the next a couple days after he died. Like, who's Mitch Luker? And like somebody, mm. they are the Nickelback version of extreme metal. And I've never been so mad. <gasps> yeah, that's aggravating. At somebody. Because oh, they did I, I, I don't like using. My whole that body got a lot warmer term. for the anger level. I don't like using that gatekeeper term, but the person that came from is like he listens to like death metal and like you know, shit like spite and like that's it. So you guys don't know real hardcore. Like, Shut up, dude. Let people listen to what they want. Sounds one dimensional. <laughs> what do you mean to? Hmm. And back to then back to the show. well i believe i saw them at the last time they were in buffalo before the accident at extreme wheels with can't place the band right now feeling myself but oh i love them yeah (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like a metal band name (laughs) it does dude you remember when we went and saw failing myself <laughs> Something hardcore band, actually. Since we were all showing each other uh, instruments, shall we start a band called Failing Myself? Oh, shit. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Darky, do you have a drum set? Not anymore. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> well, Hots and <laughs> I can Is steal some like my my daughter and son's like maracas and bongos that they have for like their little pre K set. Woods. I have a dr- I have a drum set for like uh like a five year old. It's real tiny. First act. No, it's a legit <laughs> drum set. Which well, has just been collecting dust since I bought it. I mean, with our conversation before the podcast even started, it sounds like that uh, Finchie and uh, Mike could probably uh, snag one piece by piece every day by going in. <laughs> oh, we have. Take like it a Johnny CD. Cash Listen, song? You take you take a CD. I'll take a symbol. Take a <laughs> That's incriminating. <laughs> <laughs> Here, look out, Guitar Center. I'll run into Guitar Center and just go ah! and just run around. <laughs> Dude, I was there today. Nago Ludwig. They don't have very much in stock. The masses could have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, your next pick. So it's going to be another favorite. I was going to attempt it, but it's hard to without the song around. The man I know as a metal beatboxer, Jonathan Davis of Corn. The ranges he has, the obscure, all that. His his deep growls have done nothing but get better with age. Yes. Oh. So it's that one dude, that, dude, that one corn song <clears throat> that the, I can't remember what record it's on where he goes, oh, ah! 
No, oh, here we go. That was disturbed. Yeah, that's something I, disturbed. To. <laughs> I don't know. But... Oh, oh. Okay, yeah. Back to being no. done with this podcast. What, what was the um the was it the Life is Peachy album where they had that I think the it was twisted or something? Twist. Twist. When I heard that, One of those, you know, I was like, yo, what is this dude doing right here, man? This is insane. <laughs> I mean, seriously, dude, I was that, a corn uh, dude. I was I was a corn fan probably up until that record. Ah, uh, maybe five. Wait, wait. Life is peachy, and then follow the leader. Yeah. No, I think take a look in the mirrors before that, isn't it? No. No, that's after. Self-titled Life is peachy. Follow leader. Yeah. So and those it, three records, you. I'm on board. Completely Even the one after on Life is Peachy was really good. After that, I just I just fell off. I'm sorry. Hmm. They lasted in in my world. They lasted longer than Rage. Well, two two things. Corn three, I really got into, and then his work with uh, Skrillex, that path to totality. totality. And then they had a uh, pretty cool collab. They had uh, Mike's man over there, freaking uh, with the red baseball hat on the song. Yeah, it's all in the family. <laughs> all the family. Oh, that band that I saw Suicide Silence with, I remembered All Shall Perish. Ooh. No, no one knows that. I don't know who they yeah. are. That, that was just <laughs> so <laughs> random. I didn't know what to do. With yeah, that was. Yeah. It was... <laughs> oh, dude, really? All Shall Perish. Yeah. All right. I thought you were speaking French. Her- how about this? Ernan Hermida, the, the vocalist. Yes, for, him. That's the guy. That's the guy that's in Suicide Silence now. Yeah. Eddie Hermida, as he's known as. So, I don't know how he got Eddie. I don't know. He's from Venezuela. Anywho. I don't like his representation of the man. Uh, no, no. And he wasn't even the original vocalist for All Shall Perish. Mm-mm. I think I saw the original guy. I'm not even positive. But isn't that funny that I saw All Shall Perish and Suicide Silence and then a singer from All Shall Perish took over for Suicide Silence after he died? Not really, because, not weird of, because when, when bands are replacing members, they go with what they know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Alex, was it you before the last recording that was saying that it might be Josh Scogan taking over for Eaton? I didn't hear that. Okay, maybe I'm just. I had a conversation with somebody about it. I thought it was <laughs> you. <laughs> Ooh, I see. I well, don't he might be perfect. my favorite vocals. I don't know Josh Scogan. Where is he from? He was the original singer of Norma Jean. Oh, uh, he okay. left Norma Jean. He was there for when they were Ludacris. The first two albums was um, "Bless the Martyr," "Kiss the Child," and then. I can't think of the other album. After that, he left and started the Chariot. Did the Chariot and then did sixty-eight. Doug, who is Norma Jean? Goodbye, Norma Jean. It's Marimone Monroe. Sounds a little different. Smart man, Mike. Your next pick. Uh, I think my one guy's safe. Knowing this group, if either, if yeah, I'll take so, Fred Durst. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna take. Speaking of that era of music, I'm gonna take Chino. Ah, there you go. Good pick. I'm glad Deftones. you got your guy. Yeah. Deftones. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, 
he might not be the best vocalist, but he's the only one that can do what he does. He's mm. he's unique. He's definitely um, very it's like you hear a song, whether it's crosses, palms, deftones, if he's on a track, I mean, Polyphia, Polyphia, whatever you want to cover, you want to call them. They just released a song with him on vocals. Like, you know, it's Chino. He was on a song, a Lamb of God tune. Um, but you know, it's Chino. He's got a very, very, very unique voice. And uh, even though he can't scream like he once used to, he's got the rafter scream down pretty good. He did a song with Lamb of God. Yeah. Um, it was on the album that had uh, uh, that song with the, that uh, Randy Blythe wrote about him being in jail in Prague. Was it 510? I think is the name of the song. It was like a couple albums ago. I'll, I'll get the song and I'll send it to the uh, group chat. The most random thing that I could ever think of. Not it's not totally, but like being stuck in another country in jail because you shoved a dude off of a stage and he died. <gasps> like he died? He died. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. why yeah, Randy but yep. he turned he turned himself in. He did. What was it in Prague? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. so I I had seen them. Damn, when did that happen, Mike? Uh, I don't know, maybe like ten years ago. Was it that long ago already? It was. It was fairly recently. Everything's kind of a blend together now. So it's like I know. I was just trying to place if it happened before I saw them or after I saw them. Because either way, when I heard that it happened, I'm like, oh man, I'm not going to be able to see Lamb of God. So can I make a comment on this? And I'll try not to be as long-winded as I usually am. Um, Deftones were never huge for me. But then I heard uh, Passenger. I get Maynard in there. Right? Okay. That's all about it. So this is like the bacon. It's the gateway drug. So then... I was like, whoa, this is a really cool tune. Okay. Still didn't really get into Deftones too much. That album, White Pony is hands down their best album. Really? Okay. I'll start from there. So then all of a sudden I hear recently uh, my buddy, the drummer in my band, Dean, sees uh this band called spotlights so he plays them i'm like wow this is kind of deftonesy and i dig it i'm like this is really cool i'm like maybe i shouldn't be like taking deftones and put them aside so now it's kind of bringing me back you know what i'm saying so now i have like almost like a uh I don't want to say renewed because I never really did have a, an interest in the Deftones. Um, but it's piqued my interest with them and I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give them a second shot and I, and I will give them a second shot for sure. One of, okay. one of my favorite Deftones songs is one that's more recent uh, Tempest or Temp. Yeah. Tempest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what's, what album it's off of. Gore. That man too will have a tempest. Koino Yokan. I don't know how to say that. It is Koino Yokan. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I, I'm looking at it now. But 
just I I just absolutely love that song. Did we just enter another language for a second? Yeah. <laughs> Mike's our Japanese. resident Mike's our <laughs> resident Deftone super fan. How many times have I, you seen them? It wasn't that many. <laughs> 30, 12. 31. <laughs> 31. 31 times? My Are you 31st? Serious? That's serious. My 31st show was this year. Wow. Wow, dude. Good for you, man. That's awesome. I have. Gojira yeah. almost blew him out of the water that day for that show. <laughs> almost. They did. <laughs> no, it was, dude, because Deftones, like, live, you, it's hit their hit or miss live. Yep. When they were yeah. with Incubus, it was their worst, worst set I ever saw them. Yeah. But because yeah. you're playing with the sun was still up. Because they had to they had to downplay their set because their the reviews for that tour when they were playing with Incubus. Yeah. Incubus was the headliner. And the reviews for all the shows, like early in that tour, they were blowing Incubus off the stage. So I read that they like chose to like slow down the pace of their songs and kind of like dial it back a little bit just so that Incubus could keep the spotlight. What it's, yeah. it's it I don't know who put that bill together. That's oh, just a right, weird. That's it a, is weird. It is but it would have been it wouldn't have been weird in 1997. Yeah. It was it wasn't in 1997. It was like 2016 or something. Well, I don't know. well what I mean what I mean by that is like me, I'm an Incubus fan. I'm an Incubus fan from like before was it a crow left in the murder? I don't like that album. Everything oh, before that, know. not a big fan either. Everything science. before that, I love science is their best album. My my honest oh, opinion, so good, dude. And I like their like, songs that I heard on the radio. But make yourself, you live. can't you can't deny. Oh, make, make yourself it. is really good. Forget it. It was I didn't, morning. Morning view was good too. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know that they were so jam bandy. And yeah, I, just, I didn't know yeah, that either. When that's I, not I, my I was thing. at that concert too. Yeah. Well, they, well, they re- were kind of like. Time, well, every time they like write clutch, an album, we, record, record it though. They get they like do a different drug. Oh, that's their claim to fame. Really? Yeah, well, for the first five albums, that's what it was. Fungus and Mungus, they were doing a bunch of shrooms when they wrote, you know, the, um, the album that made them big. If that's the case. I think science would be cocaine. It might have been because that was. Yeah, but then what are you going to do? Or maybe talked about it because it, the difference between science and make yourself is night and day. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I want to backtrack to Deftones for a second. Yeah. Minerva is the song that got me into them, and it's probably still my favorite track of theirs. It's a great hockey, um, playing hockey, uh, like NHL, whatever. I think like 2004. Uh, it's a yeah. perfect song to play hockey to. Chino's yeah. lyrics. Chino's lyrics in that song, like him and Steph Carpenter, the guitarist, were like fighting <laughs> during the recording of that album. And like apparently when Chino came into the studio with the lyrics to the song, he's like, I hate all my friends. Like apparently Steph just like stopped, like stopped playing, was like, bro. <laughs> and I read his whole interview about it. It was actually pretty, pretty what's entertaining. That, what's that song they came out with like maybe like 12 years ago? And I was like, do, 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 do. Yeah. yeah, that's a good album. That yeah, that is a very good Diamond album. Eyes. I hear Diamond Eyes. I thought it was Chris Anthem. Right <laughs> of white. <laughs> Cow. <laughs> uh, good selection there. I'm glad you got your boy. Uh, I didn't think anyone would snipe a Mike, but better be safe than sorry. So Chino's at home with Mike. That's cool. Dave, here's your opportunity to maybe snag someone near and dear to your heart. Um, we'll go Phil Anselmo here. There he is. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, he's kind of in the same vein as Halford. Like, the more I've kind of listened to Pantera over the years, especially like when you listen to Cemetery Gates. So, but I, I can't let him go by here. Also, I heard a pretty good front man. <laughs> yeah, I mean oh, that's what Phil, Phil back in the day was awesome. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I love I love his voice. And then he got into the whole thing where it's like, you know what I'm talking about. This, <laughs> it's like, okay, Phil, man, you're you just into a wrestler. Uh, right, dude, dude, you ever see the? It kind of did. Uh, do you just, ever see the video where he's trying to teach a dude how to sing, and he's like, "Take these, smoke these." Like he's trying to get him to get his voice to be like that, and he's like, ah. <laughs> I've "Never seen that." Dude, no. so funny. Well, Phil's show. done some cool stuff, you know. Super Joint was cool. I dug them right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, that was okay because you know you got uh, what's his name from Corrosion to Pepper Keenan was Pepper in that Keenan. band. I, 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 you know, he did some cool stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah. Down is my go-to non-Pantera Phil Anselmo band. Yeah. So specific. I like that first super giant <laughs> record though. I really did. That was a pretty cool record. Nice. Good pick it, here. Speaking of Phil, has anybody caught any of the YouTube videos of Pantera's? I did. Dude, Charlie is like just nailing Vinnie Paul's drumming parts. He's got that kit tuned exactly like Vinnie Paul. Like it sounds spot on. And dime, the funny thing is, dime on the other hand, you could tell it's dime playing or not dime. Um, Zach playing Zach, dime first. Absolutely. But, dude, could you choose anybody else? Absolutely not. But there's nobody no. else. There's nobody else. No. Also, I'm a little bit jealous of Mike right now. I just seen him take a sip from a Molson and it looks good. It's ice cold. Mm-hmm. But not Charlie, even, not even from Char- the fridge, from the porch. Dude, Charlie was, it was a strange pick to me i'm like really and there could be this obviously there must have been this relationship there that wasn't out in the public or anything Mm -hmm. like that but i mean you say charlie benante and you're like yeah all right top-notch drummer okay what i mean what are you going to say bad about it i mean he's going to keep up you know i love him good stuff doug your next pick all right, this is a tough one because I don't know how far this is going to go and how many other picks we're going to have. Only four. It's Mount Rushmore. All right, so I get what? Two more. Two more. Two more? Two more. Okay. Is another Lane, Lane Staley. Okay. Yes. Got to go. <laughs> I'm safe. He's got to go. I mean... When Allison Chains first got, they first got popular. You heard "Man in the Box." I was like, and I I did the same thing with Pantera. I'm like, Allison Chains. I'm like, give me a break. And then Pantera. I'm like, oh my gosh, just because of their names, I just rushed to judgment, not knowing nothing really. Cowboys from hell. Oh my, how corny is that? You know? So I hear man of the box. Wasn't a big fan. Was not a big fan. But then all of a sudden you listen to the facelift record and all that. And it 
Oh my lord, dude. This Love Hate Love on that record is a vocal it's a clinic. He puts a clinic on. That's it. This is how a rock and roll vocalist should sing right here. Love, hate, love. Listen to it. The whole first song, the whole part of the uh, first part of the song is it's great. And then they have the guitar solo and it breaks down. And next thing you know, he's just going, yeah, yeah. You know, that whole thing. Oh my gosh. It's one of the greatest things ever. You know, and he continued on from there. But, you know, that three-legged dog album, he was, that's a tough record for me. It was pretty sick, man. God Am, dude, his lyrics on God, or his vocals on God Am on that album. I mean, I know, I, 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 I mean, as far, as far as, like, lyrics goes, you know, that's a whole different thing. But (laughs) it seemed like that record was just like, Jerry's gonna, uh, he's gonna hold, you know, I'll take everybody on my shoulders. Yeah, don't worry, guys. I, yeah, yeah I got I'll, it. I'll be the responsible it. one. Exactly. And it yeah. was like, oh boy, because I mean, how are you gonna follow up dirt? Yeah. You know, especially in the way he was, you know, and, and people, but anyways, lots of artists have written songs and albums while horribly addicted to heroin like yeah. bad filling so lane, lane may have put that in like a whole new category because mm-hmm. i've heard some stories of that dude uh i mean you kind of see it if you watch the mtv unplugged you know oh, what I mean? yeah he is shot but yeah. that's also what i think is his greatest performance as a member of allison chains obviously studio you get many chances to do it the unplugged man that was one shot Bro had yeah, one shot. He did fuck up one time in it, which is awesome. What is he just yells out, fuck! <laughs> and they called Metallica for getting their haircut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, rings door door up. Anyone? Someone? Someone at the door? Anyway. I'm already here. <laughs> Great pick, dude. Uh, I'm I'm glad to share uh, half of the Allison Chains catalog with you. Yeah. Good choice. Well, I, I celebrated a little bit there because I am getting what I would put as a top tier rock and roll singer. Uh, in a lot of ways, in my opinion, he is like the voice of rock and roll. I'll take Robert Plant. Yep. Oh, I'll take Robert Plant. Okay. Cool. My God, that Good that pick. dude could sing, man. Holy crap. <laughs> Good pick. While wearing those pants too, like holy <laughs> shit, like that's impressive. Oh, how you can even breathe in those pants. Now you think you hit some notes? It's got to help. Can't hurt. Those, those I thought pants it wasn't hurt, but they, they made hurt. me a fan of him. <laughs> I had I was waiting and waiting, like, and when I took Freddie Mercury, I was like, I didn't take Robert Plant, so now we'll see if I can get him back. And then I didn't take him the second time. I'm like, well, he should definitely be gone. There's so many of them. We we could do this all day, mm-hmm. and that's my next pick. Cool, it's a good, that's pick. a good, great pick. Absolutely. I want to go way off the wall here. Oh, the wall? What? Huh? <laughs> but um, now I'll go back to somebody that kind of changed. <laughs> no, you can't do that. 
Why? No, I didn't no. say a name out loud. Honorable mention after. Yeah, we can do that. But um, I already brought up once on this podcast and in a way that was talking about imprisonment. Uh, I'll take Randy Blythe. Mm-hmm. Lamb of God? Lamb of God, yes. dude. Hey, I, I didn't know Lamb of God, and it, it, it wouldn't, even when I knew Lamb of God. And then all of a sudden, I became like a super fan of Lamb of God. And I, it was Adler. It's Chris Adler for me. Like, mm-hmm. he's without Chris Adler. I like, it's not really Lamb of God. But then at the same time, it was like, all my favorite stuff, like vocally, is, is Randy Blythe. So mm-hmm. I, I got to love him for what he did in the past before I was a fan. And then I became a fan and the stuff they put out not re-recent, real recent. Like, that stuff's kind of meh. But, dude, not only stellar vocalist, but front man. His stage presence, he runs up and down the stage and doesn't miss a note. Well, I saw them only once, and I was very drunk. Nate, <laughs> you were there with me. And, uh... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Nasty Nate. Dude, that whole Naughty. show, Naughty I Nate. was... I was just trying to keep everybody alive for that show. <laughs> oh my god. The babysitter. Oh, I've never I've I've never seen I've never seen you so close to getting destroyed by so <laughs> many different people. <laughs> it was fucking amazing. That's awesome, Brian. And Way we to took, go. that was that was that was I, I took my sister to that one, right? It was I No. Think, I don't no? I don't think that. No. Okay, maybe maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe I'm misremembering. We were tailgating with, I think, Mike and Cody and just maybe his name's Dan. Ginormous Lamb of God fan that's like Um, friend of yours. Is it Dan? Danny, oh, yep. Yeah. And he's the reason that I almost got into a fight the first time because he's just, he's completely hammered, but having a blast. Like, he's not trying to hurt nobody. He's running around like crazy man. Like he's a diehard Lamb of God fan, and it, I was loving it. I was like laughing my ass off. I'm like, how much fun he's having. I'm like, this is the best night ever. And then these guys got bumped into, and they got all butt hurt, butt hurt about it. So then they started making they, fun the, of them. Is it when they flipped off your hat? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. No, Jordan no. was there. Jordan was okay. there. Damn, we should have so been. I w- so I was like <laughs> trying to make sure that she was okay because like she was getting in the middle of everything. And then you were getting like, oh my God. I felt like I felt like a babysitter that night. <laughs> I gotta I gotta be dead. <laughs> Bullet for my Valentine opened up that show. Then it was Lamb of God. And then was it another band before Slipknot or was it Slipknot right after? I don't I don't remember. I think yeah. Slipknot headlined that, didn't they? They did. But yeah, they're the I was at that show too. Oh. Yeah. Those and wine coolers they catch Dean. up to you. I ran into Dean and Phil and Dean's boys there, Dougie. Was that with Motionless there too? Who? Who was there? Dean. Dean. Deaner. Oh, Deaner was there? Yeah. I didn't. Didn't know you and Cody both hurt your knees or something in the uh, in the mile? I hurt Conway? my foot. I woke up the next morning drunk <laughs> at home and I couldn't walk. And I had to call him to work. Yeah. <laughs> Only time I ever, I called him to work drunk with a hurt foot. It was the best <laughs> night ever. <laughs> I ruled. A hurt so, foot and a hurt butt. I have a, little a, a little bit of a trivial question. Let's see who, if anybody knows the answer to, what did Lamb of God used to be known as? 
Uh, they oh, were shit. called um, uh, Burn the Priest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. A little, little too dark. <laughs> a little too dark. I'm okay. They had to light it up a little bit with Lamb of God. Yeah. <laughs> and then he went complete 180 with the name. <laughs> you know what the weird thing about that band was? Is I always okay? So Lamb of God, and I always knew they were Burn the Priest, but for some reason, I always think it's I Hate God. Oh, and they're that's a completely not. different band. Yeah, yeah, completely one hundred percent. But I, I, I don't know why. It's just you know that whole God, God smack. <laughs> oh shit! We're back to Allison Chains, <laughs> which they got <laughs> from Allison Chains. Yeah. No, but um. The last thing I'll say about Lamb of God is they're they're a cool band for me to be a big fan of because of the way I was introduced to them, which is me and Nate having an apartment together and every Saturday night watching Headbangers Ball. And out comes Lamb of God, and I'm just like, laid to rest. Holy fuck. Yeah. Dude, I had a buddy. This drummer, this drummer's insane, dude. Dude, just to start. Dude, I had a buddy wake me up with this like $5,000 fucking stereos home stereo speakers but i don't know it's the song's not called rise that's a pantera song but you know it opens up with randy blake rise and it was literally he put one speaker on each side of my head while i was passed out drunk on the floor (laughs) and i woke up to that and i literally was just like i woke up and i'm like bloody mary (laughs) (laughs) now yeah dougie yo did you know that because of me or did you know that on your own i knew that on my own Right on. Absolutely. 100%. I think I think we've actually talked about it at work yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Whose pick is it? It's now? Doug's last pick. Ooh. Everyone's making their last selection for Mount Rushmore. All right. Well, I got a. Couple I believe people. I believe that I have the biggest contrast so far between Freddie Mercury. <laughs> oh, and Randy Blythe. You, you just wait. Okay. You just wait. So Nate's pick a David Draymond. My oh, last pick. I'm. I, Ooh, okay, I'm going to go um, I don't even know how to explain this because there's a couple of people that I still have written down and everything and I love but I am going to go with for one reason Tamaria from Slayer mm. and the reason why I'm going to go from Tamaria is that Tamaria has been pretty much consistent his entire career, like Tamaria from Hell Awaits to pretty much now, he can still hold up pretty damn well. Okay. But the thing about Tamaria is this he's the first person that I ever saw live that I would say that I was legit starstruck. I saw. I went to Ozfest in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It was not in any particular order. Primus, um, Rob Zombie, System of a Down, The Deftones, Slayer, Buckethead, or no, uh, no, I said Primus. Uh, uh, Buckethead ended up coming out. And like guesting on Primus's uh during what? this this is the first what? this is one wow. of the first times I've I was ever like um like introduced to him. I was like, Who the fuck is, is this dude? I'm like, this is insane, you know, and it was Buckethead. And um 
it was the Black Sabbath reunion was the headliner. Oh, okay. And uh, I think on the side stage, if I'm not mistaken, I know Black Label. I think Black Label had played someone else and I'm forgetting. But anyways, the point being the Slayer had come out and I was like, Dougie. Oh my God. I was like, this is insane. There they are. I was like, it's crazy. And the place just went berserk, dude. It went berserk. I couldn't believe what I was watching, dude. I couldn't believe it. And I just sat there. I just stood there in, in the seats. I had my buddy, uh, Steve was standing next to me, which is a, a pretty, he's a pretty big dude. Dre was standing here and we had one of my other buddies standing next to us, like my buddy Mike. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this is insane because there they are and this crowd's going crazy and we got to protect her <laughs> because it was just, it just went berserk, dude. The whole place just went berserk. It was like, yeah, you watched Rob Zombie and System. I was like, this. And dude, Deftones came out, dude. It was like 99 degrees. They had run out of water, all this stuff, dude. And I remember just sitting there, you know, you were buzzed up and you were just hot. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was just out of it. I was just wore down. And then all of a sudden, Slayer came out and it was like all over with, dude. And they truly were the only band that I can legitimately say that I was like starstruck and seeing. So I'm I saw Tom, them. I'm gonna pick him. I think I think uh, Slayer opened up for Slipknot when I saw him one time. Mm, yeah, it could I be. think. Yes, yeah, so 2004 I've, at Darien. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, Hatebreed and, and um, yes. Uh, was not Lamb of God. Um, God forbid. Oh shit! Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Hell yeah! They were such a good band. Are such a good I uh, forever. Baby. I, Slayer isn't something that I ever. I never really gave much to him. Like I haven't really listened to to him a whole lot. Mm. I love him. I'm, I'll have Slayer. to. Uh, something I'm going to have to check out a little bit more. I think. Well, okay. I, I'll just put it this way: it's short and sweet. Um, uh, Hello Waits came out in uh, early 80s, I want to say. 81, maybe? Yeah, I don't remember. It was early 80s. And I, and I, I, I didn't, I really wasn't into heavy music back then. You know, I was still, you know, probably just getting in a Zeppelin then a Van Halen guy, you know, that whole thing. And then this dude, we were in his car and I might've been 14. I, I might've been, I was probably 15 years old. And he's like, dude, you got to listen to this band, this, this Slayer band. And I was like, okay. And he played Halloween's and he's just think of it this way. It's 19, so if that record came out in 80, 80, 81, 82, whatever, okay? If I listened to it then, I was 11, 12 years old, but, you know, I didn't. And 
just press play on the first song and just listen to the first three minutes of this. And they just try to like, I, I, they try to make you like listen to like what hell would sound like. <laughs> and and you're, I'm just sitting there going, what, what is this? I, this doesn't, that stuff didn't exist back then. Right. And then it just comes in. I was like, I was like, you just changed my life forever. Even the English, <laughs> even the English bands, the Eng- the bands in England that they were being influenced by, right? Even they weren't doing that. No, you know what I mean metal. They like metal influences coming over from Britain to um, you know the thrash scene. Like they're being influenced by you know King Diamond and stuff like that. Like all this yeah. like British metal. They took it and filtered it in a way of like almost through like it took a step into the punk scene and then another step into like that hard rock of the late seventies scene and then created something brand fucking new. Well, the the other guitar player, Jeff Hanneman, who passed away was a huge dead Kennedy song. So if you go back and you can listen to some dead Kennedy's, you can be like, Oh yeah, I get it. I I get it. I see where you're coming from. Totally. You know? But that song, just that whole beginning of that record, the way it fades in, and you just hear all this weird sounds and growling and like people like being tortured. <laughs> it was it, dude. It was just like, what is this? And the song started, and it was just like, yeah, I'm just. <laughs> uh, nice pick. Good last pick there. Uh, your last pick, Dave. What you got? I got a couple of names on here that are like more like screamers, but I, I kind of want to go away with that on this one. I want to go with um, it's a personal favorite of mine, John Garcia, the lead singer from Caius. Um, it just every time I've listened to Caius, I just you know it's and then there's or something like Hermanos or like he's got a new band with Nicola Laveri from Ex Queens of Stone Age. Now that I guess they're called like Stoner or something. And every time I. Yeah, every time I listen to to him sing, and it's just like, how did how did you not blow up? Like it's just like it's like all the music around him is it's like heavy, heavy, but it's it's all like it's so chill, and it's just like it's just like it's like it, it's if I had gotten into this when it first came out, if I was old enough to it, I probably would have end up moving to like into the Mojave Desert or something, and then just like listen to their music all day, and just you know, now all night just stare at the stars and. In the, in the middle of the fucking desert because it's just it's just it's just just heavy and it's just and it just it's just like soothing at the same time mm-hmm. and it just I, I i just i can't really match up any other like like feeling like that like that feeling that i get when i listen to it and it just how he just he just just <clears throat> it's it just, it just it's just so cool to me i i yeah. and I, I it's probably you know him and um, Josh Homey bought, you know, butted heads after Caius broke up. I'm pretty sure Josh Homey like, oh, foxed him legally with like the that, and probably is a reason why that he didn't get as big as him. But whatever. Did you ever watch the show? What was the cooking show with um, Anthony Bourdain? No reservations. Reservations. Yep. No, I never really watched it before. So I know of it, but go on YouTube. And type in no reservations, Josh Homey, 
and uh, Anthony Bourdain goes out to Palm Desert where Caius was and all that stuff, out near Joshua Tree and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he spends a couple days with those guys, and he talks about this whole desert rock thing and how Caius was started and, you know, where they came from. And, uh, dude, it's super, super interesting, man. The whole time they're just cooking food and they're recording the soundtrack for the TV show. And it, it's just super cool, dude. You got to check it out. A couple yeah. of guys from, uh, I think there's one of the guys that plays with Queens, but then there's a couple of the dudes from Eagles of Death Metal. And, uh, it's just, dude, check it out. It, it, okay. it, it's cool because of the explanation of where they had all come from. And, and yeah, uh, you know, I just, I, I, I hear like the stories about like how they would go out into the desert with generators in the, in, in the middle of the night and mm -hmm. just play concerts underneath this like pitch black stars and see everything. Yeah. And I just, it sounds so awesome. Like, like one time in my life, I want to go out there and do that. Yeah. Very cool. Great yeah. pick, man. I love Caius so much. Yeah. Mike, your last pick, sir. Mike? Uh, you could take the other Fred. Uh, Fred Fred Worst? No. Um, <laughs> absolutely torn because uh, I don't know if it was Doug or Dave there that mentioned Eagles of Death Metal. Doug. Which made me think of uh, Dave Grohl. And it's not so much of him being a vocalist, which his scream, which they don't scream that often. His scream is just holy fucking shit live. Mm -hmm. um, he is probably <laughs> he's our generation, except for Doug or like the he's like the last great rock star, like true rock Dude. star. Um, yeah. He's probably one of the best frontmen I've ever seen live. Um, yeah, I got to take Dave Grohl. One of my all-time favorite bands. I Foo love Fighters. the Foo Fighters, man. Absolutely. A lot like the drummer from Nirvana. 100%. He does, doesn't he? And the drummer from um, Eagles of Death Metal, like when they first came out. Did you ever listen to... Did you ever hear the Probot album? Probot? Probot. P-R-O-B-O-T. I have not. Is that what he did with Lemmy? Yes. So the whole, this whole album is Dave Grohl and he went out and he found it. And, and what he did is he, he went out and all these favorite bands of his, he wrote songs with all the vocalists from these different bands. So you have Lemmy is on it. King Diamond. You have, uh, Max Cavalera is on it. Um, some of these older bands, uh, Fear, uh, uh, Celtic Frost. Um, so basically, he just did a song with each one of these singers. And then there's a, a special track at the very end after the King Diamond song. You let it play for a while. And he does a song with Jack Black. And it is awesome. Fantastic dude. dude. It, it is out. so good. Look up Probot. It is so good. And on top of it, 
if you didn't see the, the movie, Alex, Studio 666. I that own it. And Death Widow, that yep. they become this death metal band, kind of. It's really good. Yes, it is. I had that playing at work uh, about when I figured out it came out. Yeah. I love, I, dude, I love that. So did, did you say Lemmy? Mm-hmm. Uh, who'd win in a fight, Lemmy or God? <laughs> I just watched that. Did True you question, it? asshole. True question. Lemmy is God. Lemmy is God. <laughs> <laughs> and it depends on how long they were at the rainbow for. Mm. Mm. The rainbow's a bar where he hung out all the time. I like this last round here. We're getting personal. I like it. Yeah, we are. Um, Alex, your last pick. I was going to go with someone associated with Fred Durst with his own band, that being West Borland. But then I thought about a band that I've seen so many times. And to me, still the best version of Simple Man I've ever heard. Brent Smith of Shinedown. He has an incredible voice. Mm -hmm. He is a good, good singer. That's a good pick. He is an amazing front man as well. Mm-hmm. I stood there and I don't, I'm not big on shine down. I stood there and watched them this year at louder than life. And I was just like, huh, it was good shit. They look tall as shit on stage, but every single one of them is about my height. Five, six, five, seven. Oh, I was, I was old and in the back. <laughs> <laughs> like way isn't he, isn't he back. married? Isn't he married to uh, the dude from Skinner, Skinner, uh, his, his daughter or something? Yes. Um, that, really? That's how. That's how they I were. I think able he's to actually married to Ronnie Man. Van Zant's daughter. Really? Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend was telling me about it when you know they ultimately played that song. Mm-hmm. And you, and I like his voice, but I I wouldn't say that it's better than the original. I like I've, the Deftones version. I would say Deftones cover it pretty goddamn good. Yeah, that's no biasness. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, somebody tell Mike that the Five Finger Death Punch did Bad Company's song better than Bad Company. I already addressed that. <laughs> um, Brent I'm Smith, not going to tell him that. Brent Smith and Zach Myers, both of Shinedown, do a couple EPs, and it's of covers. And their cover of Sitting on the Dock of the Bay Ooh. is pretty solid. So... Check that out if you get a chance. That genre has not been represented, and it is one that I skipped over so many times. I'm like, oh, we're going to have to do this again. <laughs> we're going to have to do another Mount Rushmore because, I, in my opinion, the, the R&B scene of the 60s is you got – they are some of the greatest singers of all time. Yeah. Man, they are. Whether you like the music or not, God damn, those dudes could sing. Those chicks could sing. Like it's insane the talent that that we're not even tapping into, and I bet Nate also will not be tapping into it. There's a there's a documentary on Netflix called Twenty Feet from Stardom, yep. and it's all about the background singers for famous people, and how um, some of them did end up making it big, and some of them kind of got their chance, and then terrible like. Luther Vandross was a background singer. Are you guys familiar with Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. the name? Yeah. He was a background singer for uh, David Bowie. 
and then became who he was. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then there was a singer and I, her name was going to escape me. But the first time I, I was, uh, uh, like, uh, I, I saw her was she was on the voice and she was fantastic. She didn't win, but then she ends up being a background singer for Michael Jackson. And then when Michael Jackson was going on his last tour, right as he passed away, because, you know, the whole bad thing and all this other stuff, he took her up in front. So she was actually going to be like a part of the show. He was actually going to sing with her and all this other stuff. And then he ended up dying. She never got that chance. Mm. Oh, yeah. Backing bands will be a fun topic someday. Yeah. Like getting to know like like James some- Brown's backing band. Like <laughs> dude. <laughs> hired hired guns. Oh my god. So that'd be fun to do. There's a big story I could get into right now about that whole thing, but I'm we'll save it. To- we'll save it. Yeah, we definitely will. <laughs> Nate, you have Mr. Irrelevant in draft form, but when doing a Mount Rushmore, it can't be irrelevant. So your last pick. So before I make my pick, okay. I must say, like, I feel like I should take this take this guy, but I'm not going to. But I can't. I'm pretty amazed that nobody took Chester Bennington. I heard him incredible, incredible I, singer. It was on my radar. I heard him do a live album. Right, they did live in Texas. Mm-hmm. It sounded awful. Really. Yes. I mean, I didn't think I've opinion, ever heard from him. He, I was like, ooh, great. I saw him live. He did not sound like that. They should have yeah. done, used a Toronto recording. He was awesome <laughs> in Toronto. He, he sounded bad. <clears throat> he was he, the he singer for hell, man, though. He, like, he, he, he broke his voice. Yeah. He was the singer for STP. This is why I actually yeah, feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm partly responsible for uh, his death. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so he was singing for STP and they, they, I, I was watching them and I, you know, I was super excited. I love STP and he just fucking butchered Scott's vocals. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally said to my buddy, I'm like, this fucking sucks. I hope he fucking kills himself. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. I put, I put that, but I got, I told that story and I, uh, apparently I put, I can't put juju, bad juju like that out into the world. No, just be better selective. Don't don't yeah. pick a, a, uh, a singer. Pick you know. It like, was it was like three years later that he you know passed away. If you wanted to kill like an influencer, I mean, I don't think any of us would be. Mad. Yeah, just say something about the <laughs> offspring or something. What's wrong with the offspring? It's so much fun. <laughs> I shared a Christmas song with Doug, uh, an offspring Christmas song. Yeah, I'd enjoy it. <laughs> so, I can't you remember. Talk about talk about singers that nobody could sing like. Oh, I can't remember the title of the song, but it was used in Transformers. The opening lines are "In this farewell, there's no blood, there's no alibi." If I remember correctly, he died by hanging. Yeah, no blood, no alibi. No. Yep. So that's your honorable. Anyways, mentor. and then it said Autobots roll out. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyways, though, my my actual pick, um, you said, you know, it's going to be Mr. Irrelevant. Well, it's actually Miss Irrelevant, Mrs. Irrelevant. 
I'm bringing I'm bringing some variety to this draft. Here we go. I was thinking about this before this took place. Whitney Houston. So, Here we go. Oh God, Mariah nope. Carey. Nope. In honor of Christmas, Mariah Carey. Nope. I am picking. Maria so Brink. this is this All is also them. one of my one of my biggest uh, probably guilty pleasures. Cardi B. Wendy Williams. Christina Aguilera. Ah, uh, yeah. Dude, her <laughs> vocal. It was so vocal, anticlimactic. Her vocal, <laughs> her vocal range is fucking incredible. Okay. Like she is such a good singer. And, and Ariana Grande comes out and impersonates her perfectly. So. <laughs> and my girlfriend uh, after Whoa. after the after the Bills game Saturday, we got home at two in the morning. She forced me to listen to Adele for like an hour. <laughs> that bitch has pipes though. Oh, absolutely. I love what she mad about you. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. She can sing. She's great. Can we change this? <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad a singer was chosen. It was hard to guess. Um, is there anyone else that you were toying with, or is it specifically Christina? Uh, well, I, I wanted somebody from a different genre because this draft played out exactly how I thought it was going to play out. You know, every you know, it's we all, we all listen to rock. You know, it's, it's, this is a rock heavy thing. You thought but I, I wanted... was going to pick Fred Durst at some point though. <laughs> so I did everybody. Actually, I didn't actually <laughs> think that, but I wouldn't have been surprised. Um, you can't sing, but I wanted, I, I, I wanted, I wanted to take, I wanted to take somebody in the pop genre and I was kind of, it was either going to be her or probably Michael Jackson, but probably the biggest snub on the list. If you look at these lists of top 100 singers, mm-hmm. if he's not one, he's two. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I just, like I said, Christina Aguilera is a guilty pleasure of mine. So I had to. And I just, I just fucking love her voice. It's, she has an amazing voice. I want to say honorable mention Haley Williams' range is amazing. I don't know that. Paramore. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since we're going to have a guilty pleasure, uh, Honorable mention, Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, for sure. What about Amy Lee? I mean, yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Great. She can sing. Absolutely. Yeah. We're all like, we're all like coming out of our shells now. Thanks. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we like female singers too. Wait, let's let's back up the train. We should do a Mount Rushmore female vocalist. Yeah. Yeah. At I this, mean, if at this rate, we're to. already here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe somewhere down the road. I mean, in, in my opinion, I've always loved Stevie Wonder's voice. You know, I have always thought that he's one of the most important, see that talented yeah. singers that we've nope. ever nope. had. And nobody said Jamiroquai. Nobody did. Dude, right. he is so You're good. Right. I, I, I was, I, I don't remember her name, but I was going to bring up the girl that sang Friday. Yeah, Rebecca Black. Car. <laughs> <laughs> and you on that yourself, note, don't, don't, ladies and gentlemen, oh, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> see you next month. <laughs> I see that Bjork is on a list, and that is insane to me. Why? Oh, dude, I love her. Why did no one pick Yoko Ono? I love. Well, <laughs> you know well, why? You know why? <laughs> well, my... <laughs> number eight. Number eight. Uh, Bjork is great, though. Roy Orbison is on a list. Number seven. Just, well, I got a tattoo. Roy Orbison. Well, Mama don't know. Don't hurt her. If if Roy Orbison's seven, then um, 
what's his name for the mitzvahs is either six or Danzig? 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 Yeah. <laughs> so. What's his name from, oh shit, what's that other fucking band? Peter, Pete, Peter Tool? Peter oh Steele? yeah. Uh, 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 oh, typo uh, negative? Typo, typo negative. negative. Oh my God. <laughs> I just thought of one more that I don't <sighs> It's then terrible, by the way. That wasn't like a day. Hey, so good. He, he would when typo negative. I saw them playing Buffalo. He like he came on stage and and he was talking about how Dimebag's last concert was in Buffalo, and then he went, "It should have been me." And he was like going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. It's not fucking weird. His last concert wasn't in Buffalo. Wasn't so it the day, like the, the, the day, day before, before his last full show? Yeah, the last full. Like the day before, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I have I have one. Sorry, two more. Just quick thoughts. Elton John and Billy, Billy Joel. Yeah, I Elton put them, for sure. But I put them in song. Maybe songwriters are super strong. Mm-hmm. But asking them to go out and sing some of these other people's songs, I, just, you know, what I mean, mm. I'm not well, saying that, you're wrong. That, that could be said for anybody, though. Really. We picked some really strong singers. Mm-hmm. The girls are the biggest snubs. The yeah. pop scene overall is a, a big snub. But you know what? We got more drafts to do. We got more podcasts to do. But this one has to be over because we're coming up on three hours. Thanks for hanging in there. Our Christmas special closing out here. Good to see you, fine gentlemen. Enjoy your holidays. Anyone? Oh, ho, ho, bitches. uh anyone want to give any gifts to our listeners of what to listen to honestly like there's there's one thing like hey go check this shit out yeah pretty soon uh my my band uh uh, earth and vessel is going to have their ep out there we go see look at actually little four song uh checker router and plans to have it on spotify and all that stuff. Awesome. Right on. Awesome. Maybe it's hey, maybe ninety nine point nine will be on their name. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see if somebody we'll see. uh you know gets gets moving. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the tune of Christmas, check out Corey Taylor's Xmas track. Okay. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Okay. It was. is good. I First round pick. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, folks. Enjoy your holidays. Happy New Year. We'll be back next month for another episode. Probably not as long as this one, but I, I think this is well worth it. Uh, continue to support the network at BICBP-radio.com or find these podcasts that Alex and I are on, like this one, or Crafting and Drafting, or any other bullshit. Yeah, that's right. I call it bullshit because, you know, it's just filler that you find in life and go enjoy what you want. Uh, until next time. Tune in. Peace.